Bye. The Common Man and T-Bone podcast is brought to you by Care Heating and Cooling. Cold or sweaty is no way to go through life. Call my guys at Care Heating and Cooling for all your heating and cooling needs. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. And stay tuned after the podcast for special bonus content from past shows. Uh, I'm, I'm, you know, I, with the, no, no, I'm, and, and, and what I, what I was, and I don't know, but I, I. Bye. Welcome to the dumbest part of your day. This is Common Man and T-Bone. See, I have very strong feelings about this, just like I have strong feelings about chunky peanut butter. I contend anybody who likes chunky peanut butter should go right to the mental institution. Mm -hmm. And if you like buttermilk, you're either 90 or you're crazy. Featuring Panama Ted. Shut up, Ted! Five-minute delays with Leanna Ray. You guys like Bjork? And random sounds from the internet. Yes, sir! He's Shabaka, dude! You want to sack? The guy is drunk! Whoopah! Watch your profanity. Would you not eat my pants? Ah! This is Man and Bone. <laughs> Happy Wednesday! Welcome in. Hello, Bone. Hello, man. We have a big show today. Oh, big show. We have all the news and notes you need as we go on campus Mm. in the 4 o'clock hour. 5 o'clock hour today, 534. We're going to do something new. Yeah. At 534, we're going to call it the wild card segment. Oh. Wild card. Wild card. Wild card. I I feel like we need a soundbite or something for that. Do you have anything that would sound like a wild card? uh, Penn State Nittany Lion thing. Well, let me hear it. I'm going to say it like, all right, here. We, well, you got to get it ready. Tell me when you're ready because I, I want to say wild card and then have it play. So, all right. Know, all right. It's not, I mean, this isn't a wild cat. Well, but this is a Nittany so, Lion. Let's just try it. Wild card segment. <laughs> yeah, it, I feel like that fits a little bit, actually. I like that. Wild card. <laughs> all right. So, what is the wild card segment? The why, why are you pretending like you don't know what this is? I, I've never heard of this until just now. Stop it. I never suggested we use the, the Penn State Nittany Lion in this intro for the wild card. I never made that suggestion. Please tell All me right. what this is. We want the people, the idiots who listen to this show, to tweet us at Man and Bone on Twitter and suggest a topic. Mm. Suggest a topic for 534. We will pick one of those topics. And then it's the wild card. That's, I can't wait. Why does it fade out? Like, play that again. I didn't put this in the system. Play it again. I just want to, one more time. Yeah, it's like we're running away from it. Like, we're still like, oh, get away from the wildcat. Well, remember, Slash I, wild card. I used to do this myself, and you made fun of me. What's that? Yeah. I, used, I used to do that <laughs> oh, sound. That, yes, you did. And I do make fun of you for that. And I don't particularly, listen, I don't care for the Nittany Lion sound effect usually. We're not in football season. I'm not watching a Penn State game. And they're not, I'm not going to, we're playing it a lot in this segment. We're not going to play it a hundred times. We're not? 99 times. <laughs> that was, that's the wild card segment actually right there. <laughs> that was Jim Cordell impersonating the Nittany Lion. Do it again. Oh God, I forgot about old Jimmy Cordell. <laughs> wild card. Yeah. Coming up at 534. Yeah, and it's so you as the listeners tweet us and let us know any topic. You you can suggest anything. It it can be, you know, the trials and tribulations of Deshaun Watson or the trials and tribulations of not having McDonald's bagel sandwiches on the regular. Could be that. It could be, it could be what are your favorite uh, beers? It could be 
Why is it so hot? And, and what is that Where's, about? When's my power coming back what, on? Yeah. Actually, that's another thing we didn't say we're going to do is once every hour, we're going to pick a random Columbus resident to flip their power back on, but flip? only for 12 minutes, and then it's back off maybe, for you. Maybe what we could do today, and I'll probably live to regret this as soon as oh I boy. say it. Oh, boy. Uh, well, We haven't taken calls in how long? Oh, no. It's we been forever since we've taken calls. Teddy probably doesn't remember how to even answer the phone Ted, over there to Ted, take calls. I'm just, not sure. I'll have Ted to figure just, it out. He, you should have seen the stream of expletives. I can only assume expletives because I can't hear him, but he had his microphone turned off and he's like, I'm not, I'm not saying we have to do swearing. this, but maybe at 534, we just take calls from people talking about how hot they are. Mm, that could be, a, that's the first How wild long card. Your power's segment. been off. What has gone rotten in your refrigerator? It sounds, that sounds fun, but that could also get really, that could be a downer segment. I'm not going to lie. Well, sounds exciting. Yeah. Yeah. It could be something well, that first person's like, ah, oh, grandma didn't make well, it. That's like, well, that's, I don't know, want I don't that. Want I'm just I saying, I'm sometimes saying. misery wants company. Where I it's get like, it. You know, you're sitting down, you're like, man, I'm really hot. I wonder if anybody else is really hot. And they call in and tell their stories and you somehow feel better about life. I don't want grandma's machine doesn't work, so now she's dead. Well, that's what I'm saying, right? We gotta, we gotta be careful with all that. That's up to our uh, phone screener, Ted, to make sure if that happens, be like, all right, man, I'll pass that along to the guys. Talk to you later. Click. Actually, like, I have somebody else that screens the, the phone call, so oh. I'll have them do it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you do? I've not met that who's, person. Who's screen? That's good. Who's we have another person working it's on my, the show. Uh, my assistant, Chuck. Chuck. He does that. Oh, Chuck. I know Chuck. Chuck's a good guy. He's from Texas. <laughs> Just like you. That's good. Um, by the way, I to your point, though, wild card. To your point, though, about like we want light misery. Yeah. Not heavy not misery. Heavy, not heavy misery. So today... The, the cool thing, 10TV, the fan, do this every year. The Beat the Heat fan drive. It kicks off today. You can donate fans at the Lowe's Home Improvement Center at Silver Drive in Columbus. It's the one right next to the old uh, historic crew stadium, I should say. Um, but that's something they do regardless of there being a heat wave or not right now. This is something we do every year. It's a very cool thing. I was out there earlier today. Woman came by, and, and I expected this, right, that a few people might stop by and say, well, it'd be nice that you're giving away all these fans and, and you're collecting them for people who need them. It's a very noble thing. Now, if only we could get the power back on so I could use one of them. And the lady, you know, kind of laughed. And I said, how are you doing with this? And she explained, you know, she went to her her son's house. He had a generator in the garage that they found and took back to her house so they could get some stuff, you know, going in their house. And she's been able to she was having like it stinks. But what are you going to do? She had a nice attitude about all of this going on. And I appreciated that. But I also appreciate that she probably didn't have it as bad off as like some people have where it's it's misery like it is it is not just misery it is worrisome how bad this heat can be so well yes please take care and on be many safe. different levels I'll, I'll tell you right now i just walked past timmy hall out there who's had no power for two days oh. and he smells like ass yeah he's, he's, he looks like bad. ass he it's smells bad. like ass yeah, i get it though he I said mean, they couldn't take it for another night so they got a hotel room oh. tonight but he just got a text saying the power's back on at the house, uh, and he tried to cancel the hotel room, and they said, sorry, no refunds. So now he's yeah, he's out uh, the money for the hotel room. These are the type of lighthearted stories that I would like to have. Yeah, I see. Well, maybe, you know what? If I'm Tim, by the way, I'm taking the hotel room. Like, I'm someone, someone from the family, either he should go, or his wife should go, or whatever. Someone, or all of them should go. Someone should enjoy the hotel room. You already paid for it. And then here's what you do. Just to justify the cost, you go in there and turn their hot water on and then just never turn it off. Like, 
just enjoy just that. because you can? Yeah, because it's free. Yeah. It's That's not like free. what I do yeah. when I when I get into a hotel. I will turn down the thermostat to like 58. Mm-hmm. Whatever the lowest is it can possibly go. Yeah. I'm not paying for it. I mean, it's I am. Th- yeah, but see, you don't get to, like the sore throat from that? Because when oh. I turn that air on too I cold, I wake up the next morning, I'm like, <laughs> like I want it's my so dry. to cut glass. Yeah. I was looking at the, because uh, it's so damn hot, obviously. Mm. Breaking news for people. Yes. I pulled up the weather app on my phone. I have a, a city in Scotland just in my saved locations simply because I like to look at their weather. I got it. Not because I've ever been there. You know, a lot right. of people, they retire, they move down to Florida. When I retire, I'm moving to Scotland. That is, that is what I like to call your theoretical happy place, where you think you might like to do that, but you've never actually gone to no, know I've for never, sure. No, I've never been there, but let me give you the extended forecast for Dunkeld, Scotland. Dunkeld. Okay, small little town, looks very beautiful. Today, partly cloudy, 68. Mm. Tomorrow. That's, that's interesting. 65. Friday, 66. Saturday, 61. Sounds Sunday, like 64. We could all do that with that today. Oh, my God. Monday, 69. Tuesday, 64. Wednesday, 62. Mm-hmm. You get the gist. It's it's what you want all year round. You Maybe even in the dip dip in the 50s. That's what you're looking oh, for. And in the morning, it's the high 40s. You get a little crispy crisp. That's what you want. Oh, I love it. See, I, to, I will tell you this. I like the heat. I'm good with the heat. You told me you sat outside last night. Well, okay. In hold the on. soup. No, hold on. Were you? Did you just have to go in for 19 maintenance wipes because you're spewing from your anus? Listen, I, I, we, we are different in many ways. One of them is you would rather be cold and then have to warm up. I would rather be hot and soupy and have to cool down. But I like. I, I don't know why. I like the feeling of being warm as opposed to being cold. So last night it was like 9:30 out on the patio which the way our house faces after like 2 faces o'clock. Faces the Arctic. Very very <laughs> cool back there. No, after after like 2 o'clock it's all shade. So by 9 o'clock it's been in the shade this oh, entire afternoon. It must be nice to have shade. Well, yeah, I don't know what to tell you. I guess so. So I so I said I'm going to take a book out there. The kids are doing their reading oh. program for the summer. Oh. I said, you're invited to come out with dad. I brought a cold beverage out there. It was sweating as soon as I walked out, sat down, cracked open the book, was reading a little book, had a nice little warmth on me, and then had a little icy cold beverage. And then when I was done, I went back inside and took a shower because I... Was, All right. Well, at least you didn't go to bed. No, in the no. Soup. I knew I was going to get a shower. In, so since I, I thought, know you have the plastic sheets. Well, that's just, that's just once a week. A lot of sticky. Once a week for a the plastic sheets. Sticky. Takes a while to clean them. Hose them out. Not really. No, sorry. The cleaning, not quick. The drying, long time. Okay. That's what takes that's what takes a long time is the drying. Can't use a regular dryer. Teddy, were you outside in the soup last night too? You like the hot. Well, I have the same issue as Bone does, or it's not really an issue, it's a good thing where my backyard probably after like two o'clock or so in the afternoon. This time you know, of year. it's oh, all man, shaded because we have a it's nice snowing back there. It's it a wooded, so cold. Yeah, it's a nice wooded area. Mm. So you can just go outside and a lot just, of ticks. Yeah. There probably are, yeah. <laughs> I just want to point out though, you're you would have the same reservations, like different reservations, but the same level of like, ah, don't do that because blank with anywhere. Yes. Like if I said, "Hey, we're going inside. We're going to a crowded mall." You'd be like, "Oh, why do you want to? Why do you want to go there? There's people like anywhere." Yes, you're right. I know. I'm just saying. You're so exactly right. Trying to sell me on this, like I oh, don't go outside. There's ticks. It's like I, I know. I, I, will ticks. G- I will give you an excuse not to go anywhere. 
What you oh, ever want an I excuse not right. to go to a if place? If I tell you, let's you, go somewhere. You call me. I'll tell you why you shouldn't go to that place. That's right. You can find an easy reason not to go. Yeah. By the way, uh, Alex said for the wild card segment, construct your perfect breakfast sandwich. Eggs. <laughs> yep. Sorry. Do it. Wild card segment. Do it again. <laughs> Thank you. Eggs. How it's cooked. Bacon. Beans. He says. And beans. You, beans on the sandwich. I. Whatever. Okay. Bread type sauce. It's he's saying whatever you would put on your perfect breakfast sandwich. Okay. Maybe he means if you were doing like a breakfast burrito, would you throw beans in it? That's I don't know if that's a sandwich, that's a burrito. Anyway, interesting thought. But this is what we're looking for with the wild card segment. Just give us a suggestion. Five thirty four, we will pick one of them. Yeah. And we will do that for the segment. And we will be sitting in our own soup. Mm-hmm. Marcus Freeman felt the heat from Buckeye fans. Get it? Because it's hot. I gotcha. Felt yeah. the heat. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for some slowdowns on 670 eastbound after Neal Avenue. An accident on the right side in that area causing some delays. You'll also find an accident involving injuries on Lane Avenue at Olentangy River Road. Please be very careful over here. This traffic report is sponsored by RumpkeCareers.com. Rumpke is hiring CDL drivers and $1,400 is $1,700 per week with a $5,000 sign-on bonus plus paid CDL training available. Fight RumpkeCareers.com or stop by the career fair at Rumpke on Fields Avenue every Wednesday from 11 to 3. Equal opportunity employer restrictions apply. Only an array with fans traffic common man here for care heating and cooling i'm a big fan of preventative maintenance something will eventually go wrong and if you're not prepared it is sure to cost you money that's why i want you to sign up for a care plan my guys at care make sure your heater and ac are running in tip-top shape taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues surprises suck be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Getting fatter and angrier by the minute. This is Common Man and T-Bone. All right, here's my question. All right. Is there a weather event severe enough where Jeff Booth will not end his weather report? Right. Like a crazy person. I was. We were wondering. Because he was very somber I mean, that throughout was, that. that. that was was like, a, hey, listen, guys. Severe heat out there. Just be careful. That reminded me of a lot of youth pastors who had the talk with us when I was a kid where it was like, listen, guys, usually I'm all fun and games, but today we're going to talk about that three-letter word, S-E-X. Get ready. You're like, whoa, okay, I didn't know that was coming. And then and then they go back to like fun youth pastor in a little bit. That's kind of what he did here with a you know very you know, deep issue, very intense weather issue we've got, yeah, and yeah. then right back to Funville. First time in history we've had a hurricane hit Columbus. First time. Uh, please take precautions out there. A lot of rafts, bodies if in the streets. See, if you see a boat, do not touch it. It's yeah. not your boat. Don't right. climb on it. So right. anyway, first time hurricane. <laughs> hey, man, Every- let him live. He's having a good time. <laughs> Every damn levee artificial pond has exploded, and all the water is everywhere. People so, living on the roof of their house. Right. He's dedicated to it, though. I Look, I appreciate people need some brevity in these tough times. I mean, mm-hmm. we try to provide that. We can't have a monopoly on, on happiness, which I know that's what you're known for. Yeah, that's what, I, that's what I'm known for, man. <laughs> 
All right. Game one of the Stanley Cup Finals is tonight. Lightning and Avs in Denver, 8 o'clock. Go yes. Avs. Yeah. Go Avs? I don't know. No, sure. go Lightning. Why? Because then the Blue oh, Jackets right. can say the last team to beat the Lightning. Oh, God. Yeah. Blue Jackets. Hang a banner. Hang the banners Hang right. Hang a banner. Still have the last team to stop the Lightning, apparently. Why doesn't that deserve a banner? Good question. Let me ask Jeff Booth what he thinks. It's not even audible English anymore. That's okay. We got the feeling of it. We understood what he was saying. We got the feeling of it. Marcus Freeman, head coach over at Notre Dame, of course, former Buckeye, uh, said some things that annoyed some people. Said, hey, man, you know, Notre Dame, kids actually have to go to class. It's not like those other places I've been. Cincinnati, Ohio State, take some online classes, call it a day. Now, I'm paraphrasing, but that was the gist. That's what we took away from it anyway. Well, that's what everybody took away from it. Right. And so Marcus Freeman wanted to clear the air, so he called in to Morning Juice this morning here on The Fan. Very nice. And uh, here's what he had to say. I was misquoted by Dennis Dodd in this article, and, and key words and context were missing from the quote that upset a lot of people that I care about. And uh, I'm very proud of my two degrees from Ohio State. I would never discredit the quality of education those degrees represent. And I was specifically, you know, really talking about the academic rigors at Notre Dame. And, and Notre Dame has 8,500 students. And, and online classes were not a part of the standard curriculum here. And, and in fact, before COVID, they weren't even offered. And so when I was first made aware of this quote making rounds yesterday um, in a negative way, I was surprised because I walked away from that interview with Dennis Dodd and, and had no sense of anything that I, would, I said you know, would offend anybody. And so I asked him to share with me the audio so I could hear exactly what was said. And so I wrote down, here's exactly what was said. You know, their study habits, their study habits are formulated every day. You can't cheat academics at Notre Dame. If I didn't go to class at Ohio State, 60,000 students. Cincinnati, another big public school, there's 40,000 students. If you don't go to class, okay, take some online classes, show up at your final. At Notre Dame, you're forced every day to go to class, but it formulates this work capacity, this learning capacity. All right. Okay. Let's discuss. Marcus Freeman. Look, I... I'm sure he maybe he didn't intend. Obviously, he didn't intend because he quickly called us up and wanted to clarify. He didn't want to offend anybody. I get it. Yeah. But, dude, you're the head coach at Notre Dame now. You have to understand. This is what you work for. This is what you've got. Everything you say is going to be under a microscope. You don't want those headlines to, to be there? Don't mention Cincinnati. Don't mention Ohio State. There's no point. You want to talk about how great Notre Dame is? Go ahead and do it. Were you misquoted by Dennis Dodd when you wrote the piece for the Players' Tribune where you essentially said, I regret not going to college at Notre Dame? You said that, and that made headlines the first time you said it. You, It seems like to people you are going out of your way to distance yourself from your past at Ohio State. And that's fine if that's what you want to do. But don't be surprised when you get a little blowback from that. Take some media classes then. Well, I will say this. You're not going to make everybody happy in life, whether you're the head coach of Notre Dame or you watch Notre Dame on TV or anywhere in between, right? I mean, like you are not going to make everybody happy all the time with your thoughts and opinions if you give them. Now, you can just choose never to do that, and that's fine. But you're a big-time college football coach. You're trying to project an image. You're trying to get recruits to listen to you. You're trying to get 
donors to listen to you at the school. You're trying to get everyone to pay attention to you, right? To some degree. You, there's a level of that that every coach has to do. When you say something like, Notre Dame does this, other schools, it was this way. It's not like that here at Notre Dame. What that That is going to necessarily be seen as other schools saying, oh, so he thought that wasn't as good here, and that's why he's at Notre Dame. You have to decide that you're okay with that. Quite honestly, you should be okay with that, Marcus Freeman, because you are the head coach at Notre Dame. And unless you're looking to get a job somewhere else, which I would think he would tell you he is not. Like, you... I would I would stop worrying about what every Buckeye blog has to say, what national college football writers have to say in this sense about like, oh, is he dissing Ohio State again? So what if he is? Right? At this point, he's hoping what do you think he's hoping to happen come September? Right? Is he hoping that comes in here and after he leaves, everyone's like, Hey, Marcus Freeman, what a great guy. Whew. I mean, we put thirty on you and you didn't really score anything, but yeah, you know what? You're a really nice dude, and we're glad you came by, and we'll miss you and see you. Good luck in Notre Dame. Or is he hoping everybody goes, man, Marcus Freeman just like outcoached everyone here and kicked our ass, and God, I can't believe that happened. And like, people are not going to be happy if that happens either. Like, at some point, you're competing against Ohio State. Personally, I could care less if people go to class in school, out of school, over Zoom. I don't care if you go to work in your office, out of your office. I really don't care. Get, get the job done, get right? Get the job done. That's yeah. right. Okay. So I don't know why this became such an issue for so... I don't know why it became an issue for so many Buckeyes, by the way. Like, what do you care? Where, do you know where C.J. Stroud is right now taking a math class? I don't. I don't care. I don't know why everyone does. Why is this such a big deal? It's To me, it's mind-boggling that in 2022, we're trying to prove the physical location of college students. Are they... Do they use number two pencils or do they use no, mechanical no, no. pencils? I, like, I, who I think cares? The, I think the point is... If you're going to bring up other schools and compare and contrast, be ready for the blowback. Right. I'm, I'm be saying ready for that. that's my issue with him now is just be the Ric Flair to Ohio State if, if that's what you are trying to do. And if you're not, then stop every time someone asks you about your former job being like, well, that place was cool, but it wasn't like this place. Wasn't like Notre Dame. And then everybody goes, oh, so you didn't like it. I say, hey, I'm not saying that. It's like, well, what are you saying then? Just just be wow, consistent with what you're trying to say. undergrads at Notre Dame, so you can hide there. Oh, you can hide, you, or you, you can't, can, you can't, you can't hide there. You you can hide at Ohio State because there's sixty thousand. Ah, I see. Because eighty five hundred. That's I mean, yeah, that's real small. There's definitely well, not they can, schools they smaller can keep than tabs that. on you. Yeah, like again, like C.J. Stroud walks around on campus. We're like, I don't know who that dude is. Are you kidding me, man? That guy blends in with his two hundred thousand dollar Mercedes. <laughs> right? <laughs> who is that? Just some regular old undergrad? Yeah, is that is that Dewan Jones or a house? I'm not sure. He's a giant man. He's sitting in a finance class with a bunch of other people who are like five seven and 160 pounds. He's go- you're going to be noticed if you're a football or basketball player at most big time schools, whether they have sixty thousand, six thousand, six hundred thousand. You're going to be standing out because you're one of only eighty five. That's how that works. Look, whether he should have said it or not, right or wrong. Can you imagine the uh, the diarrhea feeling that Dennis Dodd had when his phone oh. rang and he saw Marcus Freeman on the caller ID? And yeah. Marcus Freeman says, play me the audio. I want to hear it and I'm going to write it down. Yeah, write it down too. That is all right. And then I'm going to call Bobby Carpenter on the fan and apologize for being a dope. Well, again, this is what it all comes down to, right? All these guys know each other. Bobby knows Marcus. All those guys, they've they've known each other. They've had relationships for years. Now that's looking like so that I'm saying he cares about those personal relationships. That's fine. I don't care. I don't 
Bobby, I know Bobby because he works here. I don't know Marcus Freeman at all. And I don't care if those two get along, don't get along. I have no, I don't care. So if you two want to work that out privately, good for you. You No, it does care. The Notre Dame fan probably cares. Yeah. Because the Notre Dame fan's saying, hey, coach, you just tweaked these guys and got their panties in a wad. What are you apologizing yes, for? Yes, if I'm a Notre Dame fan, I'm like, why is it every time Ohio State throws a hissy fit, you run to their home of their radio station and jump on? I'm glad because I work here that you're listening to hear what he has to say. I'm glad that he's choosing here to do it. I just don't. If I'm a Notre Dame fan, I'm like, why do you care what they think down there? When one NFL team sells, all the others make money. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Some heavy delays expected on Lane Avenue at Olentangy River Road. There's an accident involving injuries in that area. Traffic is bumper to bumper and still continues to build. Plan about a 20-minute slowdown as things get cleaned up. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low-down payments and flexible payment options to help the customer stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Barely famous. Incredibly stupid. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Wednesday. On campus coming up at 448. 534 today. We're trying something brand new. It is the wild card segment. Where's what my, is it? What is it called? Thing? The wild card mm. segment. There we go. Even though that's not even a wild it's cat, a wild... that is a Nittany Lion. Well, I mean, I don't think Nittany Lions are domesticated. They're wild. Stacy Elliott's got some. <laughs> bite your face off. <laughs> not anymore, he doesn't. He may have had him at one time. Uh, anyway, wild card segment where yeah. you tell us what you want us to talk about and we'll pick a topic. Tweet us at Man and Bone 971. I've got one here from uh, our buddy McNeil, who a uh, loyal listener to the show. We always appreciate it when he chimes in. He said, when we look back 30 years from now, what will be recognized as the most influential artist of the 90s and why is it Bjork? It's not Bjork. Yeah, I mean, well, you know what they say. That's kind of the fashionable thing now that's been brought up in you know, philosophy is if you go back and look at our history of literary figures, musicians, etc., there are some that were known from the beginning. They were a genius. Everybody loved them when they were alive. Their stuff immediately after they died, it was put in museums and it's been popular ever since. But there are plenty of examples of people who died in poverty. Barely anyone paid attention to what they were doing at the time. And then after years it became a thing where people reflected and said, you know, out of that era, they were actually the best of anyone. They weren't. They were criminally underappreciated. Like Herman Melville, Moby Dick, reportedly was not very well received at the time, was viewed to be too wordy and too detailed. And why did you have to write nine pages about how to tie a knot? And then afterwards, now people say it's possibly one of the greatest literary works of the English language. So that's that's what I think he's referring to is that type of idea Maybe Bjork is that person in hindsight. Mm-hmm. I'm sure Leanna would agree. 
Well, she is someone who sees the genius right now. She loves Bjork. She appreciates the genius ahead of time. I mean, the easy answer is Cobain. I mean... Well, that's it. But no, that's the thing is at the time, everyone says, oh, Kurt Cobain, because that's what we've all said now, because we're culturally in it. They're saying 100 years from now, what's going to still be around? Like what's going to... I like how you think we're also still culturally in the 90s. That was a no, that was quite a while ago. No, but we've you, had some reflection. You were, and I was, and a lot of the people who say that. Right, so we lived, lived during it. that. Yes, time. we All lived right. during that. We were around during so that. So we need future generations to tell us, yes. who lived it, what we should have valued. That's right. Okay, that's those that's of exactly us who were right. in it and experienced it. Well, that's don't have any context. When we look back thirty, well, he said thirty years from now. You're right. And that's you're right. Thirty years from the '90s is now. So I, do we yeah. need another thirty years? I don't. I don't Sixty know. years? Okay. Well, anyway, it was. I thought it was an interesting suggestion. Like, Jen, are we qualified to talk about the Beatles, or is not enough time passed? No, that should be enough time has passed. Okay. And I say this. I know stuff. you. I know you hate. They them. are boring that, as hell. That's fine. Not my thing. By the way, Jen, who is a huge Beatles fan, who has hosted shows here, Jen Winters, our gal. She replied to that tweet and said, yes, yes to this, yes, as far as Bjork being the most influential she artist. She doesn't so. even believe that. She just wants to tweak me. That's probably she accurate. She hates Bjork. Stop. Probably accurate. I've, You know what, to be fair, I've only heard the Bjork that we play on this station. So I've, I've, I, need tell to go, you I need to go you. listen to actual no, Bjork. No, because you could hate it and you would still come in here and tell me you love it that's just to tweak me. It no, is true. That's not true. Because you like to tweak me. Why do I? Yes, I do, but I wouldn't do it on that. Because I, I know that one is like, I, I'm genuinely curious as to why so many people like Bjork and why so many people can't stand her music. Not that many like Bjork. Oh, there's. Are you Get kidding? Get out of here. Tons of people. She's remained relevant all these years. How's that happened? I don't know. Someone likes her. You just go up to a random person on the street and say, Name a Bjork song. <laughs> Any song will do. <laughs> Name one. <laughs> Who's going to respond to you? All right. No that's one's going to respond to you. But I, you know what? I would say if you went up to a random person and said, name a Tori Amos song, you'd probably have a similar thing. Well, Where, yes. Unless they're a diehard fan of music from that era, they may not be able to... They're like, oh, I know That's she's my an answer, artist. by the way. Tori Amos. 100, 100 years from now... Plays uh, two pianos at once. People look at Tori Amos and say, hey, cornflake girl, my gal. She is, but she was like a musical genius, right? Growing up. Because I want to say she was like 10 or 12 when she got kicked out of a prestigious music program because she wanted to write like pop music and they were like no you're too smart for that and she was like well screw you and then she wrote her stuff you know who loves Tori Amos who's that I know this because I talked to him about him for like half an hour Mick Foley oh Mick Foley when, likes when, Tori Amos when Mick Foley was in our studio how long ago was that I mean now? that was probably uh, close to 10 years ago it, it's been a it was long over, time over 10 years Oh yeah, over ten over years. Over ten right. years. Because, over ten years. Because yeah. Torque was still on that's the show. That's right. That's right. And I remember we had a like a fifteen minute conversation about. I like how I, I said half an hour, and I'm at fifteen minutes. Twelve. Pretty soon seconds. it'll be thirty seconds. Yeah. We talked about Tori Amos and how much he loves Tori Amos. I had forgotten all about that. My wife went to see her when she was in town recently. Yeah. Yep. Good. And then yeah, she really enjoyed the concert. She uh, bought a T-shirt, and then when she flew to Seattle just over last week. She shows up in Seattle, goes to her sister's house to stay, and across the street from where her sister was, Tori Amos was playing. <laughs> like, had no idea. She put her Tori Amos shirt on to get on the flight, because that's what she was wearing, and then showed up and looked like she had flown all the way there to go see Tori Amos, but she was not. She was just there. I had a situation when we were flying back from Florida a couple weeks ago. We're on the plane. 
the the person sitting in the aisle seat right across from me, I could have sworn was your wife. Really? Could have sworn. Looks so much like your wife. Interesting. And so I turned to my wife and I said, I, I think this is, I think this is Bone's wife. Yeah. I think this is Melissa. I mean, I, should I say something to her? But this is when you're flying back from Florida to here. Yes. Yeah. But, but I'm thinking, well, it can't, why would yeah, she, why be, would she going? be there? Why would, but she looks so much. Then again, like break, your wife. Breaking news. Maybe she did fly to Florida and I was just given a, a whole ruse. Well, Maybe. but here's, here's the story. So I turn to Kristen and I say, I think this is Melissa. I, I, we have to say something. We can't not say anything. Right. It would be awkward. And she looks at me and she says, this person is 20 years old. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's not her. It's not her. <laughs> I have become that person. Yeah. That cannot judge anybody's age. Really? Yes. Interesting. 16-year-olds and 35-year-olds look exactly the same to me. Really? I can't judge anyone's age. Yeah. This, and then I looked at it and I was like, yes, this, this girl is 20 years old. I think clearly as, not your wife. As Samantha gets older, that will probably change because you will then see other like people that you're like, wow, that kid is the same age as my kid. And oh, okay, so that's in the realm of now what like 10-year-olds look like or 12-year-olds or 15-year-olds. Like You will get a little bit better at that, I think. And then once your kid leaves the house, back to you're awful at it. I'm guessing that's how that goes. I have no idea how old anybody is. I'm sorry to hear that. 12, um, 80, they all look the same. <laughs> that's, that's what I've always thought. Joshua says, just 30 minutes of talking about Adam Neft for the wild card segment. Well, the segment's only 12 minutes long. It's only 12 long. minutes, but all right, that's a possibility. We, if, hey, we could pick it. Maybe we'll have Ted pick it. And now, yes, that's right. Scott has said people know fish but can't name a song. Fish is the answer. I guess to the question of... I don't know what the question was, but he says they're the answer. Fish is the answer. To the most influential? Maybe. Are they? I don't know. They people were, love they fish. Were, I, I can't, name, love, I can't, I can't name, name a song. Name. I know. But I but you would we would agree they're immensely popular. My, si- my sister took me to a fish concert. Oh really? Because she was all into fish. She said, You gotta go with me to fish. How long ago was this? This was uh I was in high school. Okay, so, okay. So long, long time. Yeah, in in, in the nineties. Okay. And it was look. Who am I to say these people shouldn't enjoy what they're enjoying? Right? They were there. They were like, oh, this is... They're like looking at each other like, can you believe this? Meanwhile, like, they're they're on the same guitar note for 27 minutes. Yeah. You know, it's like one of those experiences. Yeah, it's... it's, Well, I mean, again, there's usually some accentuation of the experience being done in everybody's brain. Well, that's fine. That's part of of the whole thing, as I've understood it. I'm not a fish concert goer. Well, maybe next time I go see fish, I'll lick a frog. Hmm. That's and maybe right. I'll have the same experience. There's other ways to do that. I bet you Leanna loves fish. I bet you. Okay. I've had fish on vinyl. <laughs> My Leanna voice. PH now. fish. Right. All right. I'm going to pay off on the T's next time. I promise. NFL team values on the rise. Common Man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Do not like fish. Watch out for an accident on 670 eastbound after Neal Avenue. It is blocking the right side. A wrecker now on scene trying to get things cleaned up, but please be careful over here in the meantime and plan on some backups. Traffic report is sponsored by USFL Playoffs at Tom Benson Hall of Fame Stadium. Get your tickets for the USFL Playoffs and Championship. It's all happening in Canton at the Hall of Fame Stadium June 25th and the USFL Playoffs doubleheader with Trace Adkins performing live July 3rd. Experience football history. Tickets are on sale today at hofvillage.com. Just spreading the gospel of York. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. Oh, hello! 
was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Like a sports drink, but for that part of you that's thirsty for fart jokes. Back to Man and Bone. And I was thinking back, because the question was asked, like a hundred years from now, who's going to be remembered as the most influential artist of our time? Sure. Maybe we're too close to the situation. We can't see it now. So future generations will look back and say, you know, they thought it was Cobain, but it's not. Right. Really, when you go back and look at it, the most influential person during that time was this other person. And I think I know who it is. Who is it? Oh, you know who it is, too. What do you mean? Cut my life into pieces. This is my last resort. Suffocation. That's right. No breathing. Don't give a f- Papa Roach. Scholars will be studying Papa Roach. School children cracking open textbooks. Maybe one chapter is about Papa Roach. Another chapter is about Scott Stapp and Creed. Have you heard, like, recent Papa Roach? Because obviously this came out 20 years ago. I have not heard recent Papa Roach. Well, that's, you know, to your point, though, like, one thing that keeps an artist in that conversation of, you know, the person that everyone looks to down the road and goes, wow, they were much more influential than we thought, is the artist that can reinvent themselves. Papa Roach has played, like, nine different versions of themselves, and they're still going. They're still popular. They're still putting out stuff. All right. I think the, uh, one of the... Parts of our intro has uh, some some PR in it. We'll have to ask the person who made the intro. We'll have to call whoever that is. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, Teddy, if you go look up some newer Papa Roach, like, they put out stuff that's a little more, not all of it, but some of it that's, like, a little more techno-y and got some rap vibes to it, all that okay, stuff. Okay, whatever. It's got all kinds of different stuff to it. Post Malone? Not, not quite there. More like uh, the dubstep kind of techno-y stuff. I don't know what that is. Yeah, of course you don't. NFL team values have risen 12% after the Broncos were sold. Broncos sold to Rob Walton of Walmart fame. $4.65 billion. And now Forbes is determined. You know, the entity that always values these teams but always gets the values wrong? Yeah, of course. So now they're estimating that each NFL team, their value is going to jump 12% based on the Broncos sale. So by calculation, the average team value would rise from $3.5 billion to $3.9 billion. Mm. These owners yeah. did nothing well, except sit there and watch another team get sold. But that's, again, that's, that's how assets work. Yes. Right? I mean, if you're not paying attention to that, that it's not quite the same with everything else in life. But if, if you have an asset and you are able to hang on to it, typically, not always, depends on the asset. But if you have something that has continually gained in value over a period of time, Not like sports NFL teams, team. man, franchises of any kind, 
I mean, you you name name the worst baseball franchise yeah. of the last decade. Orioles, Pir- Orioles, Pirates, Pirates, whatever. Go look at their their value back in you know twenty twelve. I guess that would be a decade now. Yeah, and go look at it today. Doesn't matter how many games they won, how many times they went to the postseason, how many T-shirts they sold. That's what we always say about the Castellinis. When the Castellinis want to talk about market challenges and we can't compete and we can't do this and be careful what you wish for. The Castellinis are one of the poorest, air quotes, owners in Major League Baseball. And yet that franchise's value has increased almost by 100% since they bought it. Yeah, it's it's incredible how much money is made by just doing nothing once you're an owner of a ball club. So, yeah, it's I mean it seems like a pretty great investment. The problem is you have to have quite a bit of money to get into it. Well, but yes, and I don't what, know I don't know why Forbes is always so shocked when they're like, "Wow, it sold for more than what we sold thought it for would. more than what we thought." Yeah, yeah, all right, that's how this works because because they never factor in. They always look at it as well. If every club is on the on the marketplace, then here's what they're all worth based on income and out and and everything outgoing and the costs they have and the loans they have. And it's like not a, there's only one of them or two of them at when a time. When did the Clippers sell to Steve Ballmer? I when when I, was that? I forget. I can go look it up. But it was within up. the last ten years or so, yeah, right? Right. And I remember it was it was like a two billion dollar sale, and every single news article said, "Wow, you can Ballmer overpaid. Clippers aren't worth that much on paper." Yeah, right. What are you talking about? For, they're the only team for sale. He wanted a team in Los Angeles. He bought the team. Now, it doesn't matter where the team is. Can be in Memphis. Can be in New Orleans. If a team sells, there's no team selling for less than $2 billion. Steve Ballmer purchased that team in 2014. For 2014. Then, then a record. This is an NBA team. $2 billion. Right. Are and, you and kidding now, me? There is not an NBA team in America that wouldn't sell for at least $2 billion. Of course. Yeah, it's it's the amount of money that is generated off of these clubs when they just sit around and basically let the leagues bring up their finances. And everybody made fun of him at the time. It was so dumb. He, he didn't care. And if he turns around and sells the Clippers today, eight years later, what do you think he's selling them for? No well, less right. than $3 billion, yes, right? at least. By, it, this is, again, a fundamental misunderstanding of how people work. Like, when you're buying things, you're, buy, you're, you're, you're dealing with people, right? If... Why is everyone mad at Deshaun Watson, all the ownership people in the NFL? Why are the owners mad at the Browns for how much they gave him? As much as they may think it's detestable what he did, they're mad because their quarterback's going to say, well, if Deshaun Watson got that, then I should get this. That's why they're mad. Move the goalposts. That's why people look at Steve Ballmer and say, I overpaid. Yeah. And then the next team sells, well, if the Clippers got that, I should get this. That's what happens when you move that up. Everyone says, okay, now I should get more too. Ohio State gets a perfect score. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. You'll find an earlier accident as cleared from the roadway of Lane Avenue at Olentangy River Road. All lanes have reopened to that area. And still watching a crash on 670 Eastbound after Neal Avenue. A wrecker on scene, but please be cautious here as well. This traffic report is sponsored by Fresh Time Market. Get ready for summer at your local Fresh Time Market. This week, save on California yellow or white peaches. Just 99 cents a pound now through June 21st. Get real. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. 
Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Simpletons, nincompoops, ignoramuses. Just a few of the many different words that you can use to describe the hosts of this show. Also, fat. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Wednesday on campus coming up at 448. We're doing a brand new thing called the wild card segment. Even though that is not a wild cat, that is a nittany lion. For some reason, we're playing it every time we say wild card. You tweet us at manandbone971 and you pick a subject for the wild card segment. We'll pick something and we'll discuss it. Your suggestions. They can be stupid. I encourage them to be stupid. Yeah, I have I have more suggestions if you want to hear oh, them. please. Let's go. Uh, Chip Dip says, would Platinum Fox have a heart attack if you use the wild card segment to discuss or to rank your favorite porn categories? Uh, he probably would. I'll, I'll tell you mine just right here. It's a freebie for oh, you. Oh, wow. Is that I, is, I actually have a bone to pick because I talked about how I can't tell anybody's age. Oh, boy. Oh, hold right. on. Hold okay. on a second. Okay. Because I said I was on a plane a couple weeks ago. I saw someone who I thought was your wife. My wife yelled at me and said, "Wait, this person is twenty years old." Yeah, my wife is. That is not my Melissa. wife is about to turn forty. Right? Yes, she's twenty years old. I can't judge people's ages. Apparently, the people who uh, sort the porn categories can't tell ages either. Because I click on teen, and I'm expecting a certain age group there, eighteen to twenty-two. Mm. But well, I, I, I'm clicking on there, and it's forty-year-old women. In the teen category. <laughs> we need to do something about this. All right, if I run for public... And I'm not saying I have no desire to see 40-year-old women. They have their own category. Don't put them in teen. What, what is the prereq to not be in teen? You got to be 90? What you're saying there is that, like, they do the same thing with other categories that are intended to be more of the, like... um Mature they age have. groups. That mature is a category. Times MILF where, is a category. Right. And and they've sometimes that happens the other way where it's like, well, that's that if that's a if that's a mature person, I that can't that doesn't I'm make just a lot saying, of sense. When I click on that category, I'm looking for a very specific age. A legal of I got course. It. I got it. All right. I got it. I got it. Eighteen to twenty two. That's the cutoff. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. I, uh, I don't want to see some 74-year-old woman smoking a cigarette. What is the porn category for when you watch the porn but end up distracted by the room decor? Because that's kind of where I always end up landing, where I'm like, why do they have three couches in this room? <laughs> that makes no sense. That's what you get caught up on? I get caught up in the feng shui. Okay. Like, I'm just, this makes, there's windows everywhere, but nary a blind. Like, just not a not a blind anywhere, no, no end tables. I also, I also want to point this out is that look the dude on dude works for a lot of people obviously i'm not interested in that Mm -hmm. in my in the the hetero porn that i'm watching i think we should have a rule the men are not allowed to speak or make any noises (laughs) i'm not there for you you serve a purpose i don't care if you're enjoying yourself all right i don't care (laughs) right kevin let's stop with the chatty chat 
This is not your time to shine. Right. I don't I don't need a dialogue. Yeah. I don't need to know how this is feeling to you. I want to hear <laughs> one set of noises. And it's from the female. <laughs> well, they don't know that. They just made Listen. They're, they should be like Major League no. Baseball umpires. We shouldn't notice you if you're good at your job. <laughs> if we notice you, you're bad. You're bad at your job, Angel Hernandez. Yeah, the um I I will say this takes all kinds to make the world go round so everyone likes what they like there must be they're not making it if it's not popular they're, they that guy if he does that and then you know they put this video out and no one watches it or every comment is like could that dude stop doing that that was very distracting i did not enjoy that they would probably never hire that guy again but if you see him popping up in other things right or if, if, he, if that guy keeps it. getting work I don't want to see it. Just telling you, maybe there's people who, you know, again, they're like, no, 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 I, I am, I am watching the same porn you are, Mike. But maybe they enjoy a little bit more. Uh, they like everybody talking. All right, they want the sound guy talking. They want, they want the key grip talking. <laughs> no, we don't need the the best boy. The best boy is talking. Is that a yeah? It's a job. Yeah. Have we ever? Is there a? I'm sure there is. Is there a podcast or a series that someone has done of like the people who work in porn but are not porn stars? They're just they're just right. Ra- the people who put the lights if, up because you have to. They're not. They should have. One. I mean, because those guys have to. Have, I'm sure they all have NDAs. Like you, you think they get some NDAs out for Deshaun Watson when he goes to get a massage? Like these guys have to have locked up NDAs. Yeah, you can't disclose what's going on in these porn sets. But I would wonder what those guys would have to say about some of the like blooper reels that they've seen and some of the things that they've seen where it was like, oh yeah, this one didn't go well at all. Nothing happened. 74 minutes of nothing. Bill Rabinowitz wrote this for the dispatch today. Ohio State football program gets perfect score in NCAA academic progress rate. Ohio State's football team was among 15 Buckeye sports programs that achieved a perfect score. Hmm. The NCAA released the latest scores on Tuesday, which covered the 2020 and 2021 academic year. The APR APR measures academic eligibility, retention, and graduation rates by tracking every student-athlete's progress. It does not take into account grade point average, for which OSU will reward its players starting this fall. Perfect score is uh, 1,000, and the football team achieved it. Also, baseball, women's basketball, men's and women's cross-country, men's fencing, Men's golf, men's gymnastics, men's soccer, wrestling, women's golf, women's swimming, women's track, women's volleyball, and rifle all achieved perfect scores. I will say this again because I've said it many a time. I, I understand why Ohio State cares about that. I understand why Gene Smith would care about that. I understand why the people who want... Yeah, it's their job know, to care. Right. I mean, you should. You should try to be the best that you can in academics and athletics. That is still what college sports is nominally about. And I'm glad that people at Ohio State do take that seriously. What I would be concerned with if I were a parent of a kid who plays collegiate sports is, is my kid getting the best collegiate education they can? And yes, I, I mean, I want them to have the opportunity to play professional sports. But assuming your kid is like one of the, I don't know, 99% that are not going to play professional sports, you better hope that education is the right one and you get the real thing. Because if you get something that... Yes, they find a way to get the grade point to where it needs to be and they put you in the right classes and you have all this other stuff. Like I'm saying I would be much better off with a C student who got a good education. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Like I, I, if my kid goes to college and gets C's, 
but they end up taking harder courses, things that expand their like their you know ability to reason and think, and they come away from college with a much more well-rounded view of life. I would rather have that than someone who's like, they got all A's. And then how did they achieve the all A's? Doesn't matter. They got all A's. They got all hundreds. That's all you need to know. We talked yesterday about Major League Soccer's new media deal with Apple worth $250 million per year. Uh, I have a list here of all the other uh, media deals in the country so we could sort of compare and contrast yeah. what this media deal looks like. But a little extra nugget that I saw, which I think is significant from this deal. We were sort of getting all the details yesterday when we talked about this, but there will be no more local broadcasts. You know, it's going to be like watching an NFL game on TV. You have one set of broadcasters for both teams. I'm sure some of the local broadcasters will be hired to do this job. You know, what that means for the crew television team, we have no idea at this point. I'm sure they have no idea at this point. So that local TV broadcast will be going away. The other thing I thought was interesting from this is that Apple will not pick up any of the cost of production. Major League Soccer is picking up the cost of production. They estimate that will cost Major League Soccer $50 million a year. So essentially knock $50 million a year off of the price of the deal. Instead of $250 million, a $200 million deal. Yeah. Um, what it sounds like more and more as we're hearing this is it sounds like they are going to have, uh, for lack of a better term, like an NFL-style broadcast where they'll have... 10 to 15 play-by-play teams that will work for Major League Soccer who will then be sent out to various games based on, you know, the the height of the matchup and the you know the the one that's going to be the biggest one that week and all that other stuff and they'll have, you know, an A crew and a B crew and all that stuff. Then they will divvy those up so you're not going to have week to week to week the same broadcasters. But uh there is something in there about like the radio broadcast still somehow being a part of this. Yeah, you can uh in theory, they say, you can choose the local radio broadcast. Say, I want to watch a game with my local announcers. Yeah, right? Chris Doran here on the Yeah, fan, Chris right. Doran. Let's say Chris Doran's still doing the games next year. You turn on Apple and you say, I don't want to hear these national announcers. I want to hear Chris Doran. In theory, you will be able to click on the radio feed and that will be synced up with the video feed. In theory. Yeah. Now, who the hell knows if that works? That'd be really cool if it does, though. That's that's pretty neat technology. Now, I, I I think that's a very interesting aspect to this deal. Major League Soccer was very clear yesterday when they put this out from from one standpoint. They kept hammering home the word partnership, and I just thought that at the time was like corporate buzz words. You know, like oh, yeah. this is we're not looking for us. Uh, you know, a, a media rights deal. We're looking for a media rights partnership, and it's like oh, okay, Don Garber. But I get what he's at. I get what Don Garber is saying here. I think now more than I did yesterday. He's saying it's a partnership because we're going to be paying some of this, right? Like they're yeah. they're going to be in control of some of it, but they are also going to be paying for some of it. They are hoping together with them paying to put the broadcast together with Apple doing all the promotion of, hey, this is on. This is Apple. You know Apple. You know how influential we are. Now we're aligned with MLS, and we're going to put all that weight behind MLS. They're hoping that will grow this product to a level that they don't worry about the $50 million cost because they more than oh. make up for that when more and more people sign up because they said it can be more than the $250 million right. they initially get. Could be, but they have to see hard results. They do. For that. That's right. Uh, here's how that deal stacks up with the rest of the American television deals. ESPN play, pays the Bundesliga $30 million a year. Hmm. CBS 
pays Cydia A yeah. $66.67 million a year. I am shocked by that number. That's a big number, that isn't they it? They pay that? that much for, yeah. for that is Ita- Italy's uh, first division. Yeah. So Juventus. Here's another number Roma. that I was surprised by. And this is a, a new deal that was just signed last year. ESPN pays La Liga $175 million a year. Yeah. That's and I mean, that, this of course, new Major League Soccer's deal, deal is two hundred and fifty million. Yeah, La Liga would have Real Madrid, Barcelona. So I mean, so again, biggest names in world soccer at the top of that. But the the bottom half of that league, there's a lot of teams and players you've never heard of. Uh, NBC is paying the Premier League four hundred and fifty million dollars a year. Yeah, that is a new deal just going into effect this year and goes until twenty twenty eight. The college football playoff. He's getting $470 million a year from ESPN. And of course, we know that goes that through go, 2026. And that will that will go up for sure. I mean, it's... Well, even it if will, they it stay, will go up even if they, if they stay, stay the same. Four, yes, it'll yeah, go it'll up. still go up. But it'll go up significantly if they go up to 12. I will go over the rest of this list. Some very big numbers coming up. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for a serious accident on I-71 northbound before Hudson Street. It is causing some heavy backups in that area. Traffic is bumper to bumper from 670. Please be very careful over here. A 15-minute slowdown is expected. This traffic report is sponsored by RumpkeCareers.com. Rumpke is hiring CDL drivers. Earn $1,400 to $1,700 per week with a $5,000 sign-up bonus. Paid CDL training available. Apply at RumpkeCareers.com or stop by the career fair at Rumpke on Fields Avenue every Wednesday from 11 to 3. Equal opportunity employer restrictions apply. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. Common man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Murdering brain cells one show at a time. Back to Man and Bone. Common Man and T-Bone brought to you by Hinder Motorsports here on The Fan. Coming up at 534, we're doing something new called the Wild Card Segment, where you tell us what we should talk about for mm. the segment. Tweet us at manandbone971. Uh, there are no right or wrong answers here, except we'll choose one, and then all the rest will be so, wrong. So only one is the right One right, answer. everything else is wrong. Talking about the media rights deals for all the big sports that we have. That's a good description. Big sports that we have, piggybacking off of Major League Soccer's announcement with Apple yesterday. They're getting $250 million a year. When last we left you, I said college football playoff gets $470 million from ESPN. They will, of course, get more when the new contract is signed, even if they stay at four teams. PGA, CBS, ESPN, Golf Channel, NBC, everything all together. Nets the PGA $700 million a year. That deal expires in 2030. It's a brand new deal. NASCAR, Fox and NBC, $820 million a year for NASCAR. Yep. That deal expires in 2024. 
So they're getting ready for a new one. NHL, $625 million. ESPN and Turner. This is independent of what local teams are doing with RSNs. Yeah. These are national deals. Major League Baseball gets $1.75 billion. Mm-hmm. ESPN, Fox, TBS. NBA gets $2.6 billion. ESPN and Turner. And the NFL, no shocker, the captain. $10 billion a year. <laughs> it's something else. How much Amazon, CBS, ESPN, Fox, NBC. Yeah, so... Just like looking at this as an MLS fan, which I have been for many years, right? I, I I am trying to be both reasonable on my expectations and also try to keep, you know, some idea of like what a what a good TV rights deal is versus what a kind of crappy one is, right? Because you could look at those numbers and say NASCAR gets what, what'd you say, four times per year what MLS is getting in this eight hundred and twenty million and their deal expires in 2024. So I, I presumably I, I, they'll get more money on that deal. I that's the thing. I don't know if they will. I could I wonder if 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 NASCAR will get near like they'd have to get a billion dollars a year. You don't think they will? I don't know. I mean, that you have to remember with NASCAR that does not just cover like the NASCAR Cup series that, you know, features well, drivers you may have heard of, but if you've heard of any of them, they're going to be in that series, right? The Xfinity series, which is the second tier, the truck series, which is the third tier, that 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 gives you programming if you're Fox. Your truck series races are Friday night usually. There's the Xfinity series that's Saturday. There's the Cup series that's Sunday. And you have qualifying and practice for some of those races too. So my point is you get a lot of programming for all that, right? They get a lot of bang for their buck when they pay. But the numbers for NASCAR have not been nearly as good over the last few years as what they, you know, previously were when they negotiated. They're one of the few sports where, you know, you're really seeing the numbers kind of tail off even after like some of the pandemic stuff. But I wonder, maybe they will get over a billion. I know this though with MLS. It is tempting to look at that and say, wow, those numbers are pathetic compared to, you know, the NHL or what you have with NASCAR or whatever else. But I remember when Major League Soccer first started and people said, this won't even last. And then it became, well, it'll last, but it's not really going to ever be anything that people pay attention to. And then it was, well, yeah, but they're never going to get their own stadiums. And then it became, well, but they're never going to attract big stars. Then it became, well, they're attracting big stars, but they're getting the older guys. They're not getting the younger guys. Then they got the younger guys and like, yeah, they're younger stars, but ah, they're selling no, them off. I, to play. I understand like, what you're saying. I'm but- saying at every point where MLS starts to eke up a little, it takes time. It's not something that's going to happen overnight. This does look like another ratchet up the rankings a little bit. Still not to where... MLS wants to be, but overall, like if if you take the product of soccer in this country, those numbers you threw out earlier about what La Liga is getting. Well, that's what I was going to say. And Premier League and all that combined, that's well over a billion dollars a yes. year combined going into soccer in Major this country. Major League Soccer is experiencing slow growth, but I, I think a lot of people thought it would come a little bit quicker, don't you? I mean, if, I, if, if, you, well, were to, if you were to say 15 years ago... Premier League game. Premier League will get four hundred and fifty million dollars in annual television revenue just in this country. You probably would have said, "Well, what's that say about what Major League Soccer's bringing in?" Uh, I if English Soccer's bringing in four hundred and fifty, maybe maybe I'm weird. I would not have said that because I would have said, "Well, that means people have found the Premier League. Like the Premier League is is around the world 
it is not uncommon for it to get more money. Like in India, I would bet you, I don't know what the Indian Soccer League does. Major League Soccer wants to be better than that league, right? But I would bet you the Premier League gets more dollars out of that league, out of that country than their domestic league does. It does that in a lot of countries is what I'm saying. But your point is well taken. MLS would like to be, they, they hate the fact the Premier League gets more than they do domestically because they feel like we should be the premier product in this country. It's the nature of the situation, though. I mean, the Premier League teams have been playing for 100 years by the time most of these MLS teams started. So no, I, I by, understand that. By but... nature, you're going to have more interest from people when they find soccer. What do we all do in America? We go, okay, what's the best? And most well, of the time, that's here. That's the difference. But I think, the best I think is going to be people, in England. I think a lot of people initially thought, well, they'll watch Major League Soccer because it's American. Doesn't matter if it's the best. And well, now, I, now I think that's changed. I, but is that wrong? I'm not, I'm, saying, saying, I'm not saying no, 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 it's I'm wrong. Saying, no, I'm saying, are they wrong when people said, I, I think they'll watch it because it's American? Like, for sure, If I, I'm not trying to disparage any of the teams here, right? Like, I love the crew. But if the crew played in Mumbai, right, I'm not watching that because it's not my local team. Like, there is undeniably a reason that a lot of people watch this is because it's your team in America. And the quality, I can tell you from firsthand experience, has gone up significantly even in the last 10 years, let alone the last, you know, 25. But I'm I'm saying... Of course, there's going to be people who watch this because it's America. And that is what that's that's what Apple's paying for is the people who are saying, yeah, all these local fan bases are watching this. You know, all the there are lots of people in Seattle, lots of people in New York, lots of people in Chicago who do watch these games. And of course, in Columbus and Kansas City and Dallas and other places, too. So they they're they. We know that this is not the best, but we also know it's the one that's ours. Like I, as a Columbus soccer fan, acknowledge that Manchester United has far more talented players by and large than the crew do. But I know that the crew are here and that's the best I'm going to see in, in this, in this country. So I'm going to find my team and I'm going to root for it. And I have taken an interest in that league over the years because of the crew, I don't watch it probably the same way that I watch the Premier League because the Premier League I'm watching more as like a, wow, look at all that over there. You know, it's it's different. But there's there's growth happening here, whether it's as fast as everyone thought it should be. That's hard to say because MLS has tried a lot of different ways to grow and they they failed in many of them. So I'm glad to see them at least like getting paid for the no, local I know. TV I just rights. wonder how long Don Garber, how long has he been on the job now? Oh, uh, pretty much since the late 90s. Yeah, so it's yeah 20 years now for him. Yeah, I want to say Doug Logan was the first commissioner, and then it was him. I, I wonder if you strap Don Garber to a lie detector, and you ask him, are you surprised that your growth hasn't been quicker, what he would say? Oh, you know what? He, If he was answering honestly, would say, I am surprised it hasn't been quicker, and here's the reason why. Because he doesn't know soccer. He's an idiot. Oh, fair enough. I'm, no, I'm telling you, like Don Garber probably looked at this a long time ago and said, well, soccer's popular. We have soccer in America, ergo it will be popular when soccer gets more popular here. And he didn't really calculate it the way that I think now he probably would because he's learned probably more about soccer. I'm telling you though, Don Garber is not a soccer guy. He didn't he's a think business Americans guy. would give a crap about Europe. Yeah, he thought he, he probably would put on thought, his product here. We'll put this out, and once Americans want soccer, they'll go, oh, but it's here. Right? Then I'll watch the people here, and they won't know the difference. No, your consumers know, man. And by the way, NASCAR. Should look out for what F1's doing. 
I promise you in five to 10 years when they redo those deals again, F1 will pass NASCAR in this country. I can almost guarantee you that. One Major League Baseball team is throwing money down the drain. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident causing some delays on 670 eastbound after Neal Avenue. There is a wrecker on scene trying to get things clear, but traffic is still slow in this area. We'll also find an accident on 71 northbound before Hudson Street. Traffic is slow from 670. Traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options to help the customer stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care, make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. The Dumb is strong with this show. You're listening to Man and Bone. Bone, it's the end of an era today. What's the uh, era? Dry your eyes. Okay. Microsoft Internet Explorer ceased operations as of today. Oh, it's gone. Shut down after 26 years. What's the what's the product that they have now? Is that Edge? Is that the thing you can yes. use? Okay, I believe I, so. So they have a web browser. They just course, no longer yes. have Internet Explorer. Okay, yeah, but it's gone forever. Oh, those ch- by the way of Lycos and AOL still alive? Well, Instant Messenger's dead, right? Yeah, that Ed's doesn't dead. exist. Yeah, I mean, I, I will say this. I remember years ago the happy feeling I would get when I would see like the like Internet Explorer thing pop up on the screen. It's like ah, I have the internet now. Like the first few times where I got on a computer, it was like we now have this internet they spoke of and I've heard of and I've seen people talk about. I never used Internet Explorer. Really? I used Netscape. No, I know we used Internet Explorer. Oh no, we were a Netscape household. Man, that's wow. We, we weren't able to Netscape. converse with Internet Explorer households. Oh, I forgot all about that stuff, too. Holy cow. Yeah, well, so what is it, 26 years? 26 years. Gone. I guess they announced it last year that today was going to be the drop dead date. So basically, there were like seven people today who were like, what? Because <sighs> they just well, look, we can, probably we can make knew fun about it and still forgot. And, and we, we kind of are, but we live in a digital age, and we've, we have an entire generation of people who were raised in the internet era. And yeah. so they get nostalgic for things like this. Of course. When it goes away. I get it. Yeah, I mean, it's the same thing as like a gas station maybe you went to as a kid, it goes away, right? Where you maybe yeah. remembered going and like, oh, I remember the guy used to come out and pump your gas. They don't do that anymore. Like, yeah, it's just depends on what area you grew up in as to what you're nostalgic about. We have a new segment that we're trying called the wild card segment. <laughs> that is coming up today at 534. Essentially, you new. tell us... What did I say? I thought you said nude. I didn't well, know. Well, we could do it in the nude if I mean, you it's want. Up to you. That could be the topic. We could talk about nude if you want. You suggest the topic to us at Man and Bone nine seven one on Twitter. We will pick one, and that'll be five thirty four. Wild card. Uh, MDS tweeted us and said, "If Man and Bone revolved around interviews, what would be the top three interviews for each?" Uh, 
yours and mine. And they said, can be dead or alive and outside of the sports world. I hope so. Okay. Well, I'm pretty sure you and I are both going to pick Jesus Cristo. Yeah. Just, you know. Well, I why mean, why not? Number one, just to get Most him on the record. person ever. Get him on the record about a few things, you know? Was that whole walking on water crap going on, huh? How'd that happen? Well, what's, was he going to answer honestly? Well, yeah, I would hope he's so. Gonna say, he's he's going to say, yeah, God. I did it. Yeah, but I'm what saying. about it? No, not crap. I'm saying like. How did you do? How does that? Give me the physics, because you're there's obviously no physics. He no, does what he wants. No, but he, he I can see, shoot light bulb, light now, bulbs, and light bolts out of his wrists if well, he wanted see, to. That's that's the see. I this is the. I guess this is more of a philosophy question. I would always believe if that were true, that he was manipulating the physical world to do this. You're no, saying it was all needs, spiritual. No, stuff. he's got ultimate power. He can do whatever he wants. Yeah, but now I'm, he chose not to do that. I'm saying like the guy, again, if you believe all this, I'm saying the person who would have designed it all would know all the little secret unlock. Like he would know the guy who makes the video game knows all the secret passcodes to get you to the like extra levels. All right. So you think he would, he, he would, would be able to say like the neutrons all, and the electrons the of the universe. Yes, like he could manipulate the laws. No, I of say physics. he can just do magic. Okay. Well, that's what I would want to ask him. Stuff like that. Like how do, I'm, I'm saying, what are the mechanics of that? And if he's just like, oh no, I just, maybe I just dream that up and. There it is. I'm like, all right, fine. And in my world, my Jesus that walks in here sounds a little bit like Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, I and can then see I, that. And then I probably wouldn't like him as much because I don't really like Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> uh, I find him to be smart. Do, do you think if Jesus came on, because, you know, he's all-knowing. Right. He, you think well, yeah. if Jesus came on, he would greet us with a my guy, and then would he expect me to play him this? I got bronchitis. Or some, something. <laughs> Like, he'd get super offended if we didn't do that. Yeah, I don't know. Because remember, that's, when Obama came on, he greeted us with a my guy. I, I like how you I want me some glory, ho. <laughs> like, that, I see what you're doing. That is probably the most famous person we've well, talked I'm, to. Right, I'm not comparing the two. Prior to Jesus. I, right, I'm trying to just say, you know, he Jesus would be the most famous. Can I'm going to go you? out on a limb and say that. My mom is still mad at, was it Lennon or McCartney that air quotes compared the Beatles to Jesus Lennon Lennon where he said like we're probably what more famous or as famous or something like that my she's, mom she's still holding the grudge still, still ticked well, about that you know your mom can take still solace mad. in the fact that he was murdered 40 years ago so I mean she's he got still, his she still thinks it was a bad call that by him that guy had it coming no I didn't say that she said that I'm just saying I wish I was there to pull no, the trigger no 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 she just didn't like the comparison no one should compare themselves to Jesus. That was the thing. Also, uh, Jen just tweeted in and said, AOL is still a thing. My dad uses it to check his email and use the internet. Uh, it still tells him when he gets mail. It's like living in 1998. I love it. I, I miss that. You know what? I used to Go have an AOL it. account. Just get AOL on I know, but see, regular computer I used to have an AOL account, and I'm, I'm sorry that I let it go because I was, I was thinking, like when I first started dating my wife, all of our communication was, you know, we exchange emails with each other, you okay. know, and I wish I had some of those old emails, Oh, I see. but I closed out the account years ago and it's all gone. Hmm. Well, that's one of the few times probably where you not being a pack rat and not being even a digital one. Yeah. Didn't work out in your favor. Probably digital more times where it pack rat. It's a good band name. Yeah. Not as good as goose bigot though. One major league baseball team is throwing money down the drain. Stop me if you've heard this before, but Steven Strasburg, Nationals pitcher, is back on the IL. He came off 
the injured list, started one game, and now he's dead again. He has a rib issue. Steven Strasburg has appeared in eight games since signing a $245 million deal in December of 2019. Eight games. And there is speculation that because of these recent injuries, which I guess are all connected to each other, he will never be the same again. And there are some people even saying he may never pitch again. Oh, my. This could be eight games, $245 million. I that that is that is as stunning of a number as you could throw out there, especially given the performance. So that's I don't even what is there any recourse at that point? I guess no, not. He's getting his cash unless he lets them out of it. Unless well, he, unless he retires, but yeah, I'm saying he's not going to do that. Would you? You I, know what? I think I would. You would? I think I would feel bad at some. I point. may feel bad, but I'm. I look at the bank account well, and I feel better. I'd give it like okay, so it's two forty five. How many years are on that deal? Like probably, uh, probably well, like the 10 twenty. Years? The twenty twenty season was the first year it took effect. Okay, so I think he has six more after that. Yeah. Okay. So then, yeah, I mean, you're talking roughly like thirty plus million every year. I'd maybe let a few years accumulate and then be like, all right, I I got ninety million out of this and I didn't pitch at all. I mean, David Wright didn't give any of his money back, right? I mean, he just. Yeah, I think you're right. I, th- I think they may have done the little Bobby Bonilla thing where they settled a little bit and said, we'll stretch out the last few payments. Oh, I may do that. Yeah. But I'm still getting my money. You're right. He earned it. There's nothing. I'm just saying for me personally, I'd be like, I, I have $100 million in the bank. I'm never going to pitch again. They know it. I know it. And I'm still going to force them to pay me. Why am I going to do that? Mm. I know. That's a bad instinct on my part. That's where I would just be like, why... That's not, I didn't earn any of it. I'm not, I'm, I'm actually not, surprised that you feel that way. Usually I would, usually I would be all about yeah, screwing over. Yeah, because you're all about, hey, who cares? They offered to pay you. That's your money. No, I would be all about screwing over the billionaire owners who are dumb. In yeah. this case, it's all about me saying, what do I need that for? What am I going to do with $250 million as opposed to my to, $100 What million? you're going to do is screw over the billionaire I know, business but owner. then it's just, no, I, I, I would, again, but also... Me personally probably would have pitched. I would be much more like uh, who was it from Wisconsin that played for like three years and then retired football player. Remember, like was good, decent player, had some had a couple head injuries, but he still could have kept playing. And he just was like after two or three seasons in the NFL was like, no, I don't need this. I made a bunch of money. I'm good and retired. Like I could see being more that guy, you know, just I played for six or seven years. I've got 20 million dollars. That's all I need. I don't need to go for 250 million i don't that's not where i want to be all the news and notes you need as we go on campus coming up next colin man and t-bone on the fan fan traffic from the meister's bar and pizza traffic center good afternoon you'll find an earlier accident has cleared from the roadway of route 315 northbound at henderson road all lanes have reopened in that area and an accident has cleared from 71 northbound before hudson street traffic is flowing freely there once more traffic report is sponsored by gusto gusto doesn't build meditation apps or save the planet gusto supports the people who do with happier paydays health insurance hiring you name it gusto does payroll benefits and so much more for people who do incredible things learn more at gusto.com only an array with fan traffic I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. 
She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Picture a sports talk show, but without all those pesky sports getting in the way. This is Common Man and T-Bone. The fan is teaming. What? The fan is teaming up with 10TV for the Beat the Heat kickoff. Yeah. Let's make sure Central Ohio's most vulnerable stay cool this summer. Drop by the Lowe's at 2345 Silver Drive near Historic Crew Stadium to drop off a new box fan or go inside the store to donate one. It all goes down today from 10 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. So you still have time. If you're heading that way, go by. I was out there earlier, hung out with Angela Pace. My, my gal. gal. Oh, yeah. I know Angela Pace said she was without some power last night, so she was dealing with that. Well, do you know what she said she did to remedy that problem? <laughs> yes, I do, because I was talking to her. <laughs> said she had a little sippy sip. Said uh, she started, started drinking. I don't blame her. I don't think she has to be without power to start hey, drinking. I don't. what. She is she is an ultimate Bengals fan, and she is living it up as a Bengals fan, as most Bengals fans, long-suffering Bengals fans should. My gal. There's not a lot of people on earth where I just see them and I smile Yes, because I hate everybody. Mm-hmm. But if you don't smile when you see Angela Pace, there's something wrong with you. No, she she lights up a room. She lights up 10TV and the fan. We're glad she's here. I, I mean, I have watched she's her not for glad, years. She's not glad we're here. No, but that's fine. That's okay. On campus. Common Man and T-Bones. On campus. The latest college sports news and notes. Sponsored by Logan AC and Heat Services. Feeling the heat? Call the experts at Logan Services now for hot deals on train air conditioners. Bone. All right, man. So I saw this today from CBS Sports. They put together a list. College football schedule ranking the chaos potential of each week this season. So what they're talking about is... How many of these games where this team could lose, that team could lose, this team could lose, that team could lose, and all of college football could go haywire if a bunch of these results happen? Or at least one or two of them happening could still cause a lot of chaos, right? So which week is the most likely to have chaos? I will give you the top five weeks they listed here. All right, let's go. And if the Buckeyes have a game in that week that they view as being part of the chaos... Number one week they point to is November 26th, week 13 of the college football season. That involves, of course, Michigan at Ohio State. Yeah. But also the Iron Bowl with Auburn and Alabama, Notre Dame and USC, LSU, Texas A&M, Baylor, Texas, big state rivalry games in all of these matchups that we're talking about. And a lot of teams there that you picture are going to be top 25, if not top 10 teams. So I think that's a fair assessment by them. The second week they bring up is November 12th, week 11. TCU at Texas, Georgia at Mississippi State, Bama at Ole Miss, LSU at Arkansas, Washington at Oregon. All right, so they don't view Ohio State as being a part of that one. Week 6 is the third biggest chaos week, they think, October 8th. That involves A&M and Alabama. Buckle in for that one. That should be fun. Oh, and then Ohio State at Michigan State. 
I'm not as worried about Michigan State, but I know traditionally going up to Michigan State every so often can be tricky. Actually, traditionally, uh, you're right. no, you're it's right. Michigan State coming down That's here. Right. That's right. That's, Buckeyes play better up there. Yes, that is. you are correct. I got that wrong. Uh, also, that is the Texas-Oklahoma rivalry game, Auburn at Georgia, North Carolina-Miami. Uh, the next week they list here in their top five chaos weeks in college football, October 1st. Uh, that one does not involve an Ohio State game. It does involve Michigan out of Iowa, though. They say Oklahoma State and Baylor could be interesting. NC State at Clemson. Maybe that's where the Wolfpack pull an upset of Clemson. LSU at Auburn. Alabama at Arkansas, I don't think it's going to be an upset, but all right. And finally, week 10, November 5th, uh, they say Clemson, Notre Dame, Florida State, Miami, Bama, LSU, Baylor, Oklahoma, and Wake Forest, NC State all have that potential. So, all right, good. I like, just for what it's worth, Notre Dame fans, they don't have you in the top five. They don't have week one as being one of those chaos weeks. So maybe they don't view that happening, but there you go. Maybe they just don't think Notre Dame upsetting Ohio State would be a big deal. I, I tend to think that would be unlikely. Also unlikely, the NCAA unlikely to approve college football transfer windows as complications remain. So what's been going on here? Well, as you know, there's name, image, and likeness. That's put a lot of new inputs into this system of how college football works. Then you have transfers, where you're allowed to enter the portal, you're allowed to go somewhere else, you can go play right away, you can then, the next year, be like, ah, the next year, the next week, you can say, ah, never mind, I don't want to transfer there, I want to transfer somewhere else. Back to the portal I go. They are trying to figure out, can they put in transfer windows that more or less say, alright, if you're going to transfer, you can only do it from these these weeks, yeah. and then it's done. And then if you don't transfer in the two or three week period, you got to wait till the next window a couple months from now. Maybe that slows some of this down. However, they've not been able to agree on this system. So they say while they view this to be very important and they want to change this, uh, they have not yet come to an agreement. That's from West Virginia Athletic Director Shane Lyons, current chairman of the what they're calling Transformation Council, which is a or I'm sorry, Transformation Committee. Which is a pretty lofty title, isn't it? This is the committee that is in charge of transforming all of college athletics with name, image, and likeness, transfer portals, transfer windows, and possibly completely deregulating everything in college football. So we'll find out if that happens. And I thought this was a cool matchup. I'd like to actually attend something like this. I think this could be neat. Wisconsin is going to play Stanford in men's basketball at the Brewers Stadium this November. Uh, that game, as of right now, is being called the Brew City Battle. It will be a men's and women's basketball doubleheader on Friday, November 11th. Uh, the other part of that is also Wisconsin's women's basketball team will face Kansas State. Uh, that will be, like I said, at Miller at uh, Miller Park. They there. changed. They changed the name of it. I think. I don't but think it's ch- Miller Park anymore. Oh, okay. Well, what I think it has that? some other corporate. That's sponsor. right. Okay. What? You can call it Miller Park American Family Field. Amfam Field. That's where it is. Anyway. American Family Insurance. They do not have a TV partner lined up for this yet, but the group that's putting this on puts on the CBS Sports Classic each December, so it is thought CBS may be getting this one, but we'll see. Thank you, Bone. You're welcome, man. If you've missed anything from the first two hours of the program, we got you covered with the rundown. Coming up, Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. 
Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident causing some delays on 5th Avenue west of North High Street. This accident does involve injuries. Please be careful over here. You'll also find 670 eastbound after Neal Avenue. Another crash on the right side. Caution is advised. This traffic report is sponsored by Pierre's Ice Cream. Get your spoons ready, Columbus. Delicious Pierre's Ice Cream is available now. It's made in Ohio, so creamy and irresistible. Pierre's Ice Cream. Enjoy. Find Pierre's at Giant Eagle, Meyer, Discount Drug Mart, and Mark's. I'm Leanna Ray with Van Traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Their collective IQ is lower than they think it are. Back to Man and Bone. Happy Wednesday, three hours a day, every single day. We are here for you. Tell your friends. Tell them how stupid we are. We have a brand new segment called the Wild Card segment coming up at 534. Mm. Wild Card. I'm excited about it. Wild Card. You tell us what we should talk about. Tweet us at manandbone971. We'll pick a topic and we'll discuss. Now, quite frankly, we've been doing this all day. We haven't just kept it at 534. So maybe all Wednesday should be Wild Card Wednesday. I, I like that idea better. We just kind of take stuff as we go, kind of keep moving. I think that's great. We could do it all show like we kind of did today. I'm sorry. I forgot to play the thing. Yeah, you did. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. Here you, go. Here you go. For some reason, we're doing the Nittany Lion every time we say Wild Card. <laughs> that's right. Wow, wow. I have a Wild Card thing. I just want to know the answer to this. And since we have a bunch of people listening, I'm sure someone could answer it. Did anyone go to that Lord Huron show last night? Was it good? Did you enjoy yourself? You know who Lord Huron is? I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Lord Huron's a band. They played at Kemba Live last night. I really wanted to go, and I didn't get to go. I'm just curious if anybody went. Tweet at us, at manandbone971. Did you go? What style of music are we talking about? They're like um, somewhere between indie folk and indie rock, and a little bit of country thrown in. I really, there to me, a like, kind of like hard Mumford and Sons, like that kind yeah, of thing. In that, in that, that gets you in the ballpark. If there was a radio station that was like, we play Mumford and Sons. Mumford and Sons is our primary band. Boney Vare. If we play, we play Boney Vare and Mumford and Sons. Lord Huron would be on that radio station. All right. Probably that's a, a pretty sticky evening out there. Well, that's what I'm thinking because uh, these guys tend to play in like the you know long sleeve shirts and. Pants, oh, no, like, that's not going to work. Ted, see if you can find a little Lord Huron. I'm trying to give you a song. You go, uh, you go like Mine Forever. That's a good song. That's, Mine that's nice. Mine Forever. Yeah. So right, this, Ted, I'll, give you a good, I'll give you a good little sample of them. But if anybody went, tweet at us and let me know. I wanted to go last night and couldn't make it. But if you enjoyed, I'd love to know how it went. Uh, scary situation last night. Mike Trout's bat shattered. And hit the home plate umpire, Nate Tomlinson, in the face. Went through the mask. He was bleeding. Had to leave the game. I've been told he's all right, but 
scary situation. And I'm surprised. I mean, we see these guys, they take balls to the face and balls to the shoulder and nuts and knees and all this stuff. I'm surprised we don't see more of piece of the bat shatters and it really injures somebody. The catcher, the umpire, somebody. I was going to say the same thing. I'm surprised at this point that this is such an infrequent occurrence that when it happens, it's news. Because you're right. The bats have gotten lighter. Everyone's swinging like they are trying to crank one 500 feet. Every pitcher now is, you know, cranked up their velocity. So when you do connect with one and you don't hit it perfectly square on the sweet spot, those bats have a bigger tendency to splinter like that, and then it makes for a dangerous situation. Speaking of guys sw- swinging hard, who, I think it's Matt Carpenter. He used to play for the Cardinals, and now he plays for the Yankees. He's got a mustache. He looks like a silent movie villain. Yeah. He swings so hard. Like, there are a lot of left-handers that just have that everyday, easy, graceful swing. He is not one of them. He is swinging so hard, I don't know how he doesn't <laughs> pop a hemorrhoid every single time he swings. Yeah, I, I don't know why guys purposefully want to do that. I mean, I know why they want to, because they are hoping when they connect, that's all that matters. And that's what they're told, is that if you connect, that's it. But it feels like, have you ever done that where you've gone to like, like I don't know, there's a like a ball laying on the ground and you just go to kick it out of your way and you completely miss and your knee feels like it's going to explode? Well, I did that when I was when I was in summer camp when I was a kid. We were playing softball and I said, I'm going to, there was a hot girl that I liked. I'm going to hit this ball so far. She's going to say, oh my God, I've never seen another person hit a ball so far. Let's get married. That's what I thought was right. going to happen. Yes. So I geared up. I swung as hard as I've ever swung in my life. And I missed completely, and I crapped my pants. Yeah, kickball is bad for that. No, it wasn't that. kickball. This was softball. Oh, it was, oh, I it had was a softball. I thought, I thought you were saying kickball. No, I'm just okay. saying I swung as hard as I could. I missed, and I pooped. Oh. <laughs> little turtle head popped right out. When you swing that hard, I remember from, like, Little League Baseball, when you really think you're going to do it, and then you don't as a kid, it feels like I remember the bat swinging around and, like, smacking me in the back shoulder because, like, came all the way around and it like I didn't get any resistance. Yeah. And then I think at some point you learn how to just control that as a stronger person when you get older. All right, who's the band? Lord said? Lord Huron. Lord Huron. Teddy, do you have the music from Lord That looks like Huron. It's- there you go. Yeah. It's mine forever. Are we going to get a flag by Spotify? I don't know. We'll find out, I guess, but there some good stuff for me, man. I I could listen to this stuff all day long. I don't know why, because it's not typically... I tend to go a little more aggressive, a little heavy metal, but... This is, this is why just, I can't understand you. This has got a good it's I got a good would think you would it, enjoy though. this. Here, listen. If you ever want to see my face again, I want to know. If you ever get alone, please let me know. That's so good. All right, that's, that's fine. It reminds me of like Marty Robbins back in the day. Little Bakersfield sound, little Marty Robbins country music See, from really, the seventies. I don't really get country out of this. You don't get any country from no, that. No, I get like you know English band Travis. That's what I get out of that. Interesting. Okay, Teddy, do you know who Marty? I don't Rob- dislike do you, it. Do you remember Marty Robbins? I am familiar with the okay. name, yeah, but yeah. I couldn't tell you any of his music. He's got a song called like. Uh, it, there was an era of country music where everyone kind of sounded like that, where they played like orchestra. There's literally, they got a live orchestra to play in the background of almost all their album, Lord Huron. 
And back in the day, there was a period of time in the 70s, late 60s, where almost every country act had like a live orchestra and almost no guitars or anything. Interesting. It's weird. Like Marty Robbins had, I, I think that's the guy's name. I want to say the song is called Big Iron. And the whole thing is like, had a big iron on his hip. And he's like talking about a big gun that this like lawman came, carried into the old west. And, you know, it's just a song about that. And it's it's very similar to that is what I kind of take away from it. But anyway, there you go. Lord Huron. If you went, I hope it was good. I hope you didn't die of heat stroke. Rundown. Common Man and T-Bones. The Rundown. The Rundown. Marcus Freeman felt the heat from Buckeye fans. So he is now the Notre Dame head coach. Let me just explain that to you in case you don't understand. <laughs> That's all right. Well, I'm just saying, I don't know who Lord Huron is. Maybe you don't know who Marcus Freeman is. Fair enough. Former Buckeye, current Notre Dame head coach. Uh, he was quoted, and I'm paraphrasing. I'm sure he'll hate me for it, but I don't care. You can call me. Paraphrasing, saying, what? Struggling out. It's okay. Marcus Freeman said, you can't fake academics at Notre Dame. No, no you, you says- can skip a class at Ohio State. Nobody cares. You can skip a class at Cincinnati. Nobody cares. But Notre Dame. You can't fake it. Because I'm guessing at Notre Dame, no one has ever skipped a class. No well, college student. Well, if you student. do, they'll notice. Because okay. there's only 8,500 undergrads. You can blend in. You know, it's like a small town. Everybody knows your I name know. at Notre Dame. That's right. Yes. We always have to hear about how Notre Dame is just so different and so great and so everything. And Notre Dame also gets to have the same ruling power on college football that the entire Big Ten does. But that's that another won't be forever. It better not be. You know what's interesting about Notre Dame, and I'll I'll play the audio in a second from Marcus Freeman, but you know it was it was long thought Notre Dame. Oh, they're so important. NBC loves them so much, and now every single Notre Dame blog I read or their equivalent of Eleven Warriors, all they do is bitch and moan about how NBC doesn't care anything about them. They don't get enough attention. They don't get enough attention. They don't care about who they just throw on to announce these games. They're not even former Notre Dame players. None of that. So it was, well, Notre Dame will never join a conference because they value their independence and they're made to feel special by being the only college team on NBC. And now they don't even feel that way. (laughs) They hate NBC. They want to have more attention. This is what happens sometimes if you're not careful with like an only child where if they if they get too much attention, then they go, I'm not ever satisfied with the level of attention I'm getting. And they always want more. Notre Dame gets there, right? Like they are there now where they got all this attention for years. People have looked away a few times and they're like, no, pay more attention to me. NBC, what's wrong? Why aren't you paying more attention to me? But I, I sort of understand that to a point where they're not getting the type of cash other programs are getting. Yeah. Right? Even though they have the exclusivity on NBC. Oh, yeah. Drew Brees is your announcer this year. The Purdue guy who's never right. broadcasted anything before. He's just thrown on Notre Dame football. This is how you start people off. And then what are they doing this year? Are they putting Jason Garrett on those broadcasts? Oh, yeah. Probably so. Well, I, I don't know, but I know he's the new guy on the block at NBC. Are they sticking him with that gig? Yeah. I'm guessing that's probably too because a lot of these like big time former pro football players are saying, I mean, I guess Drew Brees was a big time guy, but I'm, I, I the, you know what? Never mind, Cause Drew Brees did it last year. So I was going to say, these guys probably don't want to go do those games, but Jason Garrett's going to do them. I don't know. Who else would they put on those games? Well, who's doing the play by play? Cause Tariko did it last year, but now he's on Sunday night. Is football. he not doing the play by play this year? The rumor is uh, Jack Collinsworth. 
Because he and Jason Garrett, they're doing the U.S. It's going to be the play-by-play guy? I don't think it's official, but that's a rumor. That's embarrassing. Look, I don't go to bat for Notre Dame. That's embarrassing. That is stupid. You know what? Dig up Tom Hammond. Never mind. Take back everything I said. The Notre Dame fans have every right to be upset if that's truly what they're doing. All right, anyway, here's Marcus Freeman. He was getting crapped on. So Marcus Freeman called in to Morning Juice here on The Fan this morning. And here's what he had to say. I was misquoted by Dennis Dodd in this article, and, and key words and context were missing from the quote that upset a lot of people that I care about. And uh, I'm very proud of my two degrees from Ohio State. I would never discredit the quality of education those degrees represent. And I was specifically, you know, really talking about the academic rigors at Notre Dame, and, and Notre Dame has 8,500 students. And, and online classes were not a part of the standard curriculum here. And, and in fact, before COVID, they weren't even offered. And so when I was first made aware of this quote making rounds yesterday um, in a negative way, I was surprised because I walked away from that interview with Dennis Dodd and, and had no sense of anything that I, would, I said you know, would offend anybody. And so I asked him to share with me the audio so I could hear exactly what was said. And so I wrote down, here's exactly what was said. You know, their study habits, their study habits are formulated every day. You can't cheat academics at Notre Dame. If I didn't go to class at Ohio State, 60,000 students, Cincinnati, another big public school, there's 40,000 students. If you don't go to class, okay, take some online classes, show up at your final. At Notre Dame, you're forced every day to go to class, but it formulates this work capacity, this learning capacity. All right. Okay. So, I mean, he, he, he did say at these bigger schools, I said you it, can get away from but I didn't mean going it. to class. And at Notre Dame, it's harder to do that. I'm trying to prop up Notre Dame. I'm not trying to crap on anybody else. What? You're, you're a big boy football coach now, man. Every time you mention somebody else, it's going to make the press. Every time you mention Ohio State, it's different from Notre Dame. Whether you think you're, you're discrediting Ohio State or not, it's going to make the press. Get some media coaching. Yeah, honestly, at this point, I, mean, I don't know what point he's trying to prove. Because if I'm a Notre Dame fan... And I would think that's mostly who we should care about. Notre Dame fans are probably saying, I like it when you go to Ohio State and you go to all these other schools. Because yeah, we feel like say, we are don't call, don't call those guys and apologize today. Yeah, don't call today. to their local radio station. I'm glad he did, by the way. Cause, and by the way, go listen to that interview. Morning Juice, good job getting that interview. Go check out the whole podcast right here. You can go find it wherever you find your podcasts. But if I'm a Notre Dame fan, I'm saying, what are you apologizing for? That is what's different about Notre Dame. That's what we like. Why do you say things that we all agree with you on at Notre Dame? And then the second the national media gets wind of it, you're immediately like, whoa, 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 that's not what I meant. I love all those other places, too. Why, why not just lean into the Notre Dame thing all the way? Go for it. Common Man and T-Bones, The Rundown. The Rundown. Joe Burrow says he's not thinking about money. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. A couple of accidents to watch out for. You'll find a crash on 5th Avenue west of North High Street. This accident does involve injuries. Please be careful over here. And you'll find an accident on westbound 670 at 4th Street. Traffic is backed up there as well. Strapping Report is sponsored by Pierre's Ice Cream. Get your spoons ready, Columbus. Delicious Pierre's Ice Cream is available now. It's made in Ohio, so creamy and irresistible. Pierre's Ice Cream, enjoy. Find Pierre's at Giant Eagle Meyer, Discount Drug Mart, and Mark's. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. 
Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Listen to this show or go to hell. This is Man and Bone. Happy Wednesday. Hot. Hot Wednesday. Hot Wednesday. Hopefully you have power at your place. If not... I mean, I'll come over after the show and and fan you. Hmm. Nice that's to a do service to we're do that. providing from the fan. Yeah, that's we're putting the name literally out there now. We're the fan. Not even on the fan. <laughs> Jeff Booth. He didn't. He obviously doesn't do the last one. That's uh, Ross Caruso. But still, very excited to read the weather. You know, we haven't had the issue with the with the power. We've had power, but. The air conditioner was was struggling yesterday, mm-hmm. and yep. I thought maybe it was the heat, but you know it just didn't feel right. The air pressure coming out of the vents didn't feel right. Okay, so we had somebody over today to look at it. I thought for sure it would be oh bad news. You need a whole new unit. Sorry, yeah, that'll be ninety seven million dollars. What they say? He said the the uh, the vent was clogged. Yeah. That's a thing. Yeah. Do you ever get your vents cleaned? No. Oh, you probably should. Yeah, I probably should. Yeah. Oh, well, you cleaned it. Oh, good. How often do you have to get it cleaned? I think they recommend like maybe once a year. Once a year? Yeah. I didn't know that. Maybe once every... I mean, again... Here's how I, listen, here's how I take to home care. There's the recommendation, and then there's what like most normal people do. I would say most people get it done every couple years. Yeah, I'm not saying but, this is yeah. the way to do it, but the way that I usually do it is I just wait for the crap to break. Mm. Okay. Probably not the best way no. to go about things, but that's what I do. I get that. Yeah. I do replace the air filters, though. That That is I a good that. thing. You once every do that. six months, I do that. Yeah, I think it's supposed to be once every three, but whatever. Three? Dude, get yeah. the hell out of here yeah. with your three. Well, then again, you know what, though? We've got pets, and we've got multiple kids, and we got lots of, just lots of people. You, you, you smoke bodies. stogies in your house. I do. Yeah, I a lot of stogies smoking. That's right. Yes. I actually just... Burn things right in the middle of the house, too. Incense. No, like just furniture. Oh. Just light it on fire. Yeah, well, when your team wins, yeah. you got to support the team. But you can't always go outside. Can't be burning no. stuff outside right now. Please don't do that. Don't burn it inside, either. Just don't burn anything right now. How about that? Uh, Joe Burrow is your guy. He's my, Well, he's not your guy. No, but you know what? he beats your team. No, but here's the thing, man. I appreciate the talent that he brings, and he has not given me a reason to dislike him. Unlike, you know, Ben Roethlisberger, there was a, a a pile of reasons for me to dislike him. Maybe five years from now, you talk to me again, I'll have those reasons. I don't know. Uh, Joe Burrow says he's not thinking about money. He's not thinking about his second contract. He was asked about that at minicamp. He said, I mean, the market is just exploding. It's crazy the number that these guys are putting up, and I think it's well-deserved. He says, all those guys are playing at the top of their game. They're being paid accordingly, but I'm not worried about it. I like to make jokes about it, but really, I haven't thought about it much right now. Okay. Do, you, do you believe him? Um, yeah, he's one of the few guys I believe when they say stuff like that, just because he strikes me as a type of guy who has ridiculous levels of confidence. 
You know, like to compare him and Baker Mayfield for a second, I always thought Baker Mayfield protested too much about his confidence level. You know, like Baker Mayfield would be like, maybe a better example of that is the the Kevin Durant's of the world who say, I don't care. I don't listen to you. I don't pay attention to what you say. And then they go get burner accounts. Well, Baker, and they do care. Baker had quotes like this, too. Yes. Where he said he wasn't worried about the contract. That'll work itself out. And I said at the time that I believed him and I still do. Well, but guys like Baker, I'm talking about in general where I felt like he always had to hype himself up. You remember how if he had everybody talking great about him and how he was awesome, he tended to not do as well. And then when people started doubting him, that's when he would be good again. Like he almost needed some of that to happen. I get Joe Burrow as just like a steady level of confidence who probably since like, I don't know, seventh grade has just always been that kid in school that was like, yeah, whatever, man, it'll work out. I'm good. What are you doing after school? Like not, not freaking out about the big test or the homework assignment or whatever. He just kind of cool under all situations. And then it struck me as that all pretty much throughout his career. Watching him play, he has looked like someone who is pretty low-key, pretty even-keeled, not going to get too high or too low. And so when it comes to this contract negotiation, I bet it helps when you have a Super Bowl on your resume and you've only been playing for a couple of years, not winning a Super Bowl, but getting to one, right? I mean, that that has to make you feel like under no circumstances are they going to cut me loose or do a Baker Mayfield to me. He's going to get his contract. That's a different situation. 49ers tight end George Kittle says he wants two bye weeks. Uh, he was on cold as balls with Kevin Hart. Mm. He said about the 17-game uh, season, there's a huge physical toll, and like 17 games is a lot. It's a lot of games with one bye. Whether it's week four or the bye is week 11, I'm advocating for two byes. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe you should have talked about that before you agreed to the CBA. Right. You know, yeah. That's a big deal. I mean, I'm I'm surprised that something like that didn't occur because we heard for years from the Players Association, 17 games over our dead body, blah, blah, blah. They don't care about player safety. Then they flash some more cash in their face. That's all. Oh, 17 games is good. But I'm surprised when they signed up for the 17th game that there wasn't another bye week built in. Yeah, I, I guess what I'm saying is why does why would we assume that George Kittle agreed with that at the time. Maybe he did. I don't know. Maybe he's changed his mind since. But, I mean, it's very possible George Kittle was like, absolutely not. We should not be signing this. This is well, I, stupid. Well, maybe he was, but I'm sure, I'm surprised there weren't more George Kittles. Yeah. Where the union had to listen to them and say, no, we're not going to agree to this. Yeah, I, I would tend to think so, too. I don't know why this was not understood or at least not lobbied for more, but there's got to be some of the general fatigue that goes in, too, right? I've always said in these labor negotiations, it is easier for the owners to stay locked in on what they're going to do because there's only, you know, a few dozen of them. Look at how many players there are. No matter what sport you're talking about, NBA, NHL, Major League Baseball, no, football, right, but you got to get so many NFL more people to buy in. never had more leverage than they did this yeah. last go around. That's true, but they still always are going to have less leverage than 32 owners who are all billionaires. I, I get you know it. What I mean? You know what I mean? Like the, the owners who are billionaires can all afford to wait it out. They know that there's let's say a solid 30% minimum in every NFL negotiation they do of players who are going to say, I don't care what we shouldn't even be doing this. You know, like they probably start out with a baseline of 20 or 30% of guys who say, I don't even want to be like waiting this out. I, I wish we could sign now and get to playing. Cause I only have a few years left and I don't want to risk losing any football at all in my career. And then you've got everybody else who's somewhere in between that and 
a hardline stance that says we shouldn't play until we get everything we want. So sliding that scale is easier for the owners to get the players to move around on their requests than it is for all those players to lock up and say, we're not moving. You guys move and the owners don't listen. They did move some, but they didn't get enough done on, at least when it comes to this. I'm with you that the bye week thing should have been a necessity to go to 17 weeks, but I'm not totally surprised that the players couldn't stay arm in arm on that and decide we're not going to play unless we get that. Buckeye show's coming up at the top of the hour. Devere Posey is on the Buckeye show tonight. I was outside talking to Devere. Devere either uses the most pungent dryer sheets in the history of the world, okay, <laughs> or he uses cologne that smells like dryer sheets because he smells like clothes that have just come out of the dryer. That that's it a, is I, potent. I, is that a bad smell? No, I approve I like of the smell. smell, but I have never encountered anybody else that smells like dryer sheets. I like, like Devere does. I like that smell. I that's shook a, his hand, and now my hand, because I was just smelling myself during the segment. Why does my hand smell like snuggles? That's a Ted. That's a phrase you say all the time. I just, oh man, I just smell myself. Why does my hand smell like <laughs> snuggles? Do you smell? I yourself? was diddling that bear again. Do you, <laughs> why couldn't you have just been patting the bear on the head or shaking <laughs> I the was bear's hand? The bear. Why couldn't you have just been shaking the snuggles bear? Snuggles is the brand, right? That's right. Had the little bear. Mm-hmm. But the bear didn't go, that was the no, Pillsbury Doughboy. Right, no, the bear would just go, ha, oh, that's, that's as it what fell, he as it he fell had something. into the sheets. Yes, he did ha. have something. The beer smells like that. Mm. Wild Card Wednesday <laughs> is coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. You'll find an earlier accident has cleared from the roadway of 5th Avenue West at North High Street. All lanes have reopened. And still watching a crash on Westbound 670 at 4th Street. This accident is on both sides. Please be very careful over here. Traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options to help the customer stay legal on the road for less. Late Safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Oh, hello! talking to my annoying friend Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. No college education and it shows. You're listening to Common Man and T-Bone. Hello. Hey, go check out the podcast. Spotify, Google, Apple, just search Common Man and T-Bone. Every single show comes right to your device free of charge, including little freebies and extras. Well, it's all free. You know what Mm. I mean? Extras that you can only get on the podcast feed. Do it now. It is Wild Card Wednesday. It is a new thing. We have adopted it. We have decided why try and come up with an entertaining segment on our own. Yes. When we can have you, the listeners, suggest wild card topics for us. <laughs> at Man and Bone 971. So what are we doing? Are we picking one? Or are we just throwing a bunch of ideas I, out there and responding? I say let's just 
throw a few out there. And, uh, Teddy, maybe you've got a few that you saw that you think we should hit on and go from there. Uh, well, here's one from Alex. He was asking about, you know, because you guys were talking about your breakfast sandwiches with the uh, the bagel sandwiches. What would be your perfect breakfast sandwich? You know, what maybe type of eggs or brand of bacon, you know, bread type, sauce, stuff like that. Okay. Well, the bagel would be my my vehicle. Yeah, bagel's a really fresh, good. Fresh bagel, that's my vehicle. See now, would like a bagel with smoked salmon and onions and stuff, would that be classified as a breakfast Why sandwich? Not? You can do it that way I, if you I want love to. That. I love the thin smoked salmon with the capers and the onions and sometimes okay. a little tomato on there. Mm-mm. Mm. No, see, I would go the bagel sandwich, of course, but then I'm going to go with a little bit of a, a, a wild card in and of itself. How about that? I'm going to go bacon, egg, and cheese. With the egg, I'm going just a flat, like, scramble patty. I don't need anything. No fried egg. No runny egg. No, 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 not a runny egg. I'll do the scrambled. I'm going to do, you know, a really thick piece of, like, a sharp cheddar on there. Mm. And I'm also going to go with a very, like, I want it to be almost burned piece of bacon that's real crumbly because oh, I want every... You are scratching me where I I want to bite into that Let thing and have it crunch when I bite in with, every bite. Like bacon-wrapped scallops and meatloaf with bacon wrapped around it. I don't really care for that because I don't want my bacon to be flaccid. I want my bacon to be almost burnt like it's a piece of glass mm-hmm. that if you touch it, it shatters. Yes. That's what I want. Yeah. I, I As much as I do like bacon wrap scallops and all those other things i will eat bacon almost any way you give it to me but i prefer the crunchy bacon yes i want my bacon erect <laughs> yeah i actually here's what i want i want whatever they make bacon bits out of bit i want it to be the full slab of that and i get to make the bacon bits in my mouth with the bacon that's how dry and crispy and crunchy i want it all right but then i'm going to mix into all of that that i just laid out there for you I'm going to drizzle on the side of one of the bagels, on the inside of it, so when you flip it over, it's mushed into the sandwich, a little of the uh, Mike's Hot Honey. I'm going to go with that. honey on there. Get a little hot, spicy, a little sweet, and add to that. Instead of, I love the fake hollandaise sauce they put on the McDonald's one. Breakfast sauce. Whatever. That's fine, too. But for me, I think a little hot honey on that would be delectable. All right, what else are we answering? Okay, here's an idea for you. How about uh, name some foods you've eaten so much that uh, you've overdosed on them and maybe you wouldn't eat them again? I don't really have a ton of, like my wife has a ton of foods that she has a taste aversion to because she got sick after she ate them or something. I usually bounce right back up on the horse. I'll tell you something I was concerned about. Years and years ago for this show, I was in a pizza eating competition. Mm, right. It was a particular pizza that I loved from a local place that's no longer in business. And Torg and I were doing a competition, who could eat the most? And I was leery because I didn't want to do this. Because I thought, well, what if I eat so much I get sick? Then I won't like this pizza anymore. And it was one of my favorite foods ever. I won the competition. I did get sick. But less than 24 hours later, I was having more of that same type of pizza. I got right back on the horse. Yeah, I, I would never... I don't think I've ever come up with a taste aversion for pizza, and I have overdosed a lot on that. And I've never had, and I, I'm with you. I would, I don't think there's a lot of foods that I can go back to and say, oh, never again will I eat that. Um, I either usually didn't like it in the first place, 
or I would still eat it even if I did. There is a reason why we are the size that we right, are. Right. But let me tell you one that I have I have overdosed on before and I can easily I could I could eat ten of these if you put them in front of me, and maybe even more. Are you familiar with the cream horns that you can get at most like grocery store bakeries? They usually come in a pack of four. Cream horns? Yeah. Like a it's cream like a puff? It's a, well, it's like a puff pastry that's hollow in the middle, but it's like delicious. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They have vanilla horns. and chocolate. Yeah. yeah. They puff pastry where they usually, the ones I usually get are just the vanilla little like yeah. icing type of cream in the middle of it. It's the same type of cream you get in like a, a, a filled donut, donut right? Yeah. Not a custard donut, a cream donut. Got it. Okay. But then it's a puff pastry. So it kind of looks like a cannoli, except much, much fuller. And then there's a spiraling effect to that, that when you bite in, it just all crumbles and falls mm, apart and then gets delicious. caught up in they the are. cream. Now, I am telling you, and this is horrible, I have, on occasion, after a day where I was like, I just need to pig out on something, I have swung by a bakery, picked up one of those packs, eaten all four of them, and got a thing of milk with it and downed that on the way home. Like all in the car before you even I'm, get home. Yes, and then you have to vacuum out the car because it just goes everywhere. It's crumbly and all that. But I'm telling you, if I'm pulling the pin and you said you can have as many of these cream horn things as you want, I bet you I could eat 10 to a dozen of those things. And then I would probably not be able to keep it all down because I don't think your stomach can, is meant to hold all that. But I could I could eat that until I passed out or threw up or whatever would happen if I kept eating it. What else you got, Teddy? All right, how about some bands that maybe they broke up or they stopped making music that you wish they were still around or still together? Well, I can tell you one right off the top of my head, and it's a it's a band I played at the Christian Music Station, but it's a band you know. Sixpence Done the Richer. I didn't know they broke up. I don't think they're making music was anymore. Was it Lee Nash? Yeah. Yeah. And I want to say her husband was uh, part of that too, if I'm not mistaken. Steve Nash. Yes. Rick Nash. All in the band. Nash Bridges. <laughs> Maybe they haven't broken up, but I'm just saying I feel like they they didn't do a ton. Uh, yeah, they okay. They reunited in 2007, and I think they put out like one album or something. So that doesn't that's not reuniting, right? If you just come back and then play like a tour. Their last album was 2012. You know my answer. What's your answer? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, Scott Stapp that's and Creed. Easy. Why did I not think of that? Of course, I wish they'd get back together. Mm-hmm. Put their differences aside. How about Sixpence Done the Richer and Creed go on tour? And that's called the Are We Are We Christian or Not tour. I like both of those things. <laughs> I like both those things. I know. That, that Sixpence is one of my all-time favorite bands. Lee Nash has one of the most beautiful voices I've ever heard. It's uh yeah, it's not powerful by any means. No, no, it's, it's a very gentle and soothing. Yeah. But uh yeah, but she's great. I want to say uh Matt Slocum is uh former relief pitcher Matt Slocum. I think that's her I think that's her husband. She right. he was like the songwriter. He wrote a lot of the songs for Six Months on the Richer. Anyway, okay. there you go. Teddy. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the wrong drop. Oh. This is the, the Nittany Lion drop. Yeah, there, there you go. go. All All right. Right. Okay. Our guy at Urban's Low Meyer asked a question about the uh, topic of uh, future sports. Uh, then will become popular. Like soccer wasn't that big for a while, and it's starting to you know become bigger and explode. Are there any other sports that are going on right now that you think will be become much larger well, in the I next saw, several I years? I actually saw a headline today that said a survey says one in ten U.S. adults, not sports fans, U.S. adults 
would place a bet on esports. What? The next headline should be one in ten U.S. adults have gambling problems. I I have I have wow. But there are a lot of people that okay. say that esports is going to you know be what? that that next thing. I I cannot be the person who says that's impossible or I don't understand that because I know there are a lot of people that feel that way about sports that I like like auto racing or soccer or whatever they're like I don't see the fascination that's fine there's a good number of people who like those sports so you know what esports have not been that for me where no, it's but caught you can me find, yet. We, we've had these surveys before where it's like hey two out of every ten people said they'd buy an NFT right. no they wouldn't no they maybe they're aware of it or they've thought about it but yeah or, or they would sell it right back for two dollars. Yeah, where are you calling these people for this survey from yeah. the NFT Reddit forum? <laughs> you getting right. phone numbers from these people? Yeah, no, nah, that's a good question. Um, I think we're out of time. Okay. Do you have one more? Give me. Well, one more. I was gonna, I was just going to throw in that uh, F one. I was at a watch party this weekend, and ridiculous the amount of people who are out watching these things in the like, morning. Yeah, because it was seven, an early one. It was seven seven a.m. Full bar. Wow, let them live. I'm telling you, like, I don't think people are prepared for what F one is doing in this country as far as the amount of. Like, I'm not saying the TV numbers are there yet. I'm saying the amount of diehard fans they have. What does that mean? You're not prepared. It's like, get, I don't, get bottled no, water I don't think and put you're in ready. your cellar. I don't you're think not you're ready, ready for this you're cyclone that is F1 to you're hit your house. You're not ready. People are going to be like, where did all this F1 come from? You're going to be driving down the street and be like, meow. Like a Ferrari V12 is going to go flying by you. Alex Jones is telling you to buy food, dried food. Put it mm-hmm. in your cellar. That's right. You're not prepared. When F1 comes, you need to be prepared. You're not prepared. When Daniel Ricardo knocks down your door. <laughs> yes, be a Daniel Ricardo prepper. That's right. Uh, back page coming up. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. An accident causing some backups on westbound 670 at Neal Avenue. It is blocking the right lane. Traffic is bumper to bumper from I-71 in this area. Please be careful as traffic continues to build. About a 20-minute slowdown is expected. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options to help the customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Buckeye Show, coming up at the top of the hour. The fine host of the Buckeye Show, your friend and mine. He is stinky today, Timmy Hall. Oh, you guys. Boy, what a way to come back from a vacation where I see you out there having a good time on vacation, and then you come back and you have no power. <laughs> I know, right? Been quite the uh, 72 hours for you, I would guess. The, the reason that you take that extra day, because we got back from a little lake trip on Monday, so took Tuesday off just Must because... Be nice. Why not? Yeah. yeah. Hadn't taken many PTO days yet. I need to start burning these things. And then the power goes out. That's not how that's supposed to go. No. When you're resting and relaxing and, and I guess... You probably wanted to do some laundry. 
Sure. Right? Get that out of the way for the week. Well, we did do laundry, and it was, of course... And it sat in there be- with the power of out? Of course. It was stuck between cycles, That's because oh. that's how that goes. Full load of laundry, because we just got back from a trip. Didn't get it into the dryer yet. That's how it goes. How's the yeah. trip? Trip was good. Did a little jet skiing. Look at you. I Drove the pontoon boat. <laughs> Look at you, you hillbilly. Get out of my way. <laughs> On a pontoon boat. There you go. Get out there. I am going to beat the hell out of this boat. Did you... Uh, Full insurance. Did you fish? Did you swim off the back of it? What would you do? I don't fish, but... You I'll didn't do any. Well, you're, you're pontooning. No you must no be fishing? doing something. Well, we we just put the guests on the boat. We just drive around the lake. That's it. And we did the tube on the back. The kids love the tube on the back of the do boat. They, I didn't know. Did the pontoons good. go fast enough to, I to do that? I didn't think you could. Well, if the... That's a slow... If you're dealing with kids that are 10 or younger, oh, they get okay. enough of a kick out I of that. I see. Okay. Yeah. This boat was a little nine nine type of situation, or they let you go unlimited a, out there. We had a not, we went for two hours. We had a ninety HP Bennington pontoon oh, boat. Okay, nice I was, boat. I didn't know if it was like nice ride. You go up to like uh, Hoover Reservoir up mm-hmm. in like Westerville. They yeah. they limit all the engines, or at least they used to. I think it's like under ten horsepower or something. So it's very no, 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 yeah small engine. So this, this was, was a, this was cruising decent, about twenty two miles an hour. Oh okay, so this had a little get up and go. Pretty good speed. You know, we weren't actually able to take it to full speed for the kids. And I did the tube, like we were throwing the older people on, like my mom doing it was hilarious. That was good. My dad wouldn't get out on it, so that was fine. Yeah. He All was right. he was just sure that he could throw me off of the tube. I was saying, Dad, I've done like I've done these with buddies on speedboats going forty five to fifty now, miles per hour. You cannot throw me off of this at a boat that goes twenty. You have you have told me that every single time you get together with your father he screams at you at least once. <laughs> did, did, did he scream did at you on the vacation? No, no, no. Not, no, not no. this time? No, I didn't get screamed at. Good. I didn't get screamed at. One of our, uh, my, I don't even know. She's my aunt by marriage. That's, I'm trying to figure so out the your, relation. So she's, you know? your, that's, she's, she's that's your aunt. aunt. That's, that's called your, that's aunt, your aunt, Timmy. She's she's not my aunt though. She's she she's is. not my well, then she she's is just your a, aunt. Since she's just a woman, she's a, you know. Some lady. She's a woman. Some lady you're aware she's of. She's a nice she's a nice lady. Okay. Na- named well, Regina. What does this mean? You're what's aunt the by marriage? marriage? Who is she married to? She's married to my uncle. It's my uncle's second wife. That's but that's your aunt. aunt. That's how that works. Okay, I'm I'm an idiot. I don't just know. just because you could have sex with her and it would be fine. <laughs> it doesn't mean she's not your aunt. All right, let me ask this question. Is uncle related to any of your family? Is, he is, your, he, is it your uncle? Is it like... No, your, the, the, he's, that's my uncle. My uncle, and it's his no, second wife. Right, so well, I never really considered her saying, my aunt. Okay, all right. What's, how's your uncle your uncle? Is it your dad's brother? Your my mom's, mom's brother. Okay, that's your aunt. That's your aunt. Now, she's your, you know, step, aunt. She's step aunt. New aunt. She's a step aunt, I guess. Right, new step aunt. aunt. Yeah, right. This Why is, are we doing I this? I don't know. just say it's your know. aunt. No Tim, one knows. Nobody I just, does. I just need to know now what the I got type. The credit. Oh, I guess she's not as important of a family member, huh? Because she married in. That's not what I'm saying. This is That's why your father I mean. screams at you. Timmy, <laughs> I just need to know what to type into the hub when I get home. So is it step aunt? Is it new aunt? Is no, it just aunt that's not related? She's just my aunt. Know. Okay. She's my Thank aunt. Thank you. Yeah, she's my aunt. Step and aunt. she was the one that was screaming you, on the trip. What because... are you doing, step-nephew? <laughs> right. Oh, I got it. Okay. Oh, man. Oh, we're on the oh, pontoon boy. boat, step-aunt. <laughs> you want to go ride the tube? 
Get back there in that tube. Come on. I got the inflatable in the water. You want to give it a ride? Step in. Oh, God. Are those flotation devices, or are you just uh, happy to those see Those are buoys. <laughs> What's coming up on the Buckeye Show? Oh, coming up tonight, we have Rosalind Joseph, the brand new director of the track and field and cross, and co- cross country program. Sorry, a lot to get out Is there. Is she related to you? She's... <laughs> She's not my aunt. Okay. She's a woman. <laughs> like how, like how, now from now on, every time Tim's like, I don't know if this person's oh, related boy. to me, it's going to be a 19 I, point inspection to figure this, it out. This is how stupid I am. Sometimes the math will get me and also relationship <laughs> statuses when your family starts to spiderweb out there and you haven't seen each other in a while. I don't even know who you are. How are we related? What do we call each other? Can we just all be people? That's anyway, right. uh, coach is going to join us at 7.33 tonight. Looking forward to that. And of course, recapping everything that got that has gone down with marcus freeman and the comments from today's morning juice episode buckeye show top of the hour right here on the fan back page the back page the back page with common man and t-bone sponsored by care heating and cooling when you need a company you can trust call 1-800-COOLING bone well man i'm sure you're broken up about this as is most of the audience bts has announced they're going on hiatus to pursue solo projects you know bts no you never heard of bts no. Timmy, have you heard of BTS? I could make up a thing for it. Do you but have I any won't. idea what BTS does? Like what what is the thing they are famous for doing? Oh, like, they're you know, aerospace and look over there. Colin's giving you little hints left and right. CB's got it going on. Teddy, do you know what BTS is? Do you have any idea what BTS is? Um, I think my mom has a Cadillac BTS. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Is it stuff. really your mom or just some it's, older it's just woman some that lady you know? Who married yeah. your dad? Just yes, she married my dad. Yeah, that's. I, so I don't know if that makes. Her. <laughs> it's Cal Ripken's mother. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, BTS. They are one of the largest pop acts in the world. They are uh, announcing oh, they're, they're going they're going South on, Korean. Yes. Yeah, yeah, okay. Okay. Hey. So now K-pop. R M Yin Suga. J-Hope, Yemen, V, and Jungkook are all taking a break to to perform and produce solo albums. They'll be back later, so now you know. All right, Buckeye Show's next. 11 Warriors at 8. What's up at 9? Little thing called perverted. We talk about relationships and family members. moms. What we call them. Whatever. See you tomorrow. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. An accident still causing some backups on 670 westbound at Neal Avenue. It is blocking the right lane. Traffic is stop and go from I-71. You'll also find an earlier accident has cleared from westbound 670 at 4th Street. All lanes have reopened. This traffic report is sponsored by Pierre's Ice Cream. Get your spoons ready, Columbus. Delicious Pierre's Ice Cream is available now. It's made in Ohio, so creamy and irresistible. Pierre's Ice Cream, enjoy. Find Pierre's at Giant Eagle, Meyer, Discount Drug Mart, and Marks. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the care creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM, HD1 Columbus, the fan. Hey, common man here. I know what you're thinking. This guy again. But we have some special bonus stuff for you. 
Sponsored, of course, by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. One is angry, the other one is bald. What do you think I mean, bald? Bald! Bald, bald! Here's man and bone. I want to point something out. All right. I, too, would be bald if I don't if I didn't take these pills every single day. <laughs> I've been taking the Propecia pills or whatever the generic is called now yeah. for almost 20 years. It's called Amateur Pecia. <laughs> I didn't think about it for a second. Good job. <laughs> and I'm so terrified that if I stop taking these pills, like my hair will just fall out in one day. All of it. Yeah. Well, it's funny because we were watching last night. I had the NBA games on and uh, ESPN. I'm trying to remember who was alongside uh, Richard Jefferson. I wanted, Richard I Jefferson. Yes. Uh, maybe, I don't remember. It's one of the bald guys that does ESPN broadcast, whatever. And so Richard Jefferson is obviously shaved head. This guy also shaved head, you know, probably trying to forestall the inevitable. And Melissa's like, wow, man, everybody's just, you know, out here not embracing their baldness. And I'm like, "You're I, I too shave. Like, I don't let it grow long. I don't have like the, you know, coconut with a Hulu skirt on should. it. Like, no, I'm not going to do you that. You need a different look. And you can't shave it all the way. No, you I... You can't be totally bald. You look like a clan member. Thanks. You, thanks. you would. I, you would look like a total I clan mean, member if you were totally bald. I would think you look like a clan member if you show up with a hood on. Like, that makes you... Yeah, but don't you just... Stop What am I now. supposed to do? I'm bald. Like, I just... You have that look to you. A fat white guy who's bald. No, there are other white people who can pull it off. I'm just saying that that's not something you could pull off. I don't think. No, I have like shaved it all the way down. It's too much maintenance. That's I don't know if people realize that's a lot of shaving. That is you got to do it every day. Yeah, oh yeah, to get the to get the cue ball look. Yeah, like I have the stubble going, and sometimes it gets a little longer. That shave it back down, but the the cue ball polished dome thing. That's a whole nother level. Like of Stanley commitment. Tucci. Stanley Tucci is a white guy, but he can pull off the shaved head look without you looking at Stanley Tucci like, oh, he's going to burn a cross on somebody's lawn. But you're you, saying, I, I think you're people saying get the wrong impression. You would accuse me of it even though you know me and know I would never do something right. like that. I know, I know. I've known you the, for years. That's bad. But I would just yell well, racist at you and run away. Well, I'm glad I don't shave my head all the way down then. Is it okay where it is now? Because oh, I just want, now. Okay, good. I yeah, just want to make sure. Like every other fat. Soccer yes, loving guy. Good. Right I don't, don't want to give off any vibes that are not accurate. So good. Right. A special thank you for consuming all the stupidity we can safely shove down your gullet. Come back for more podcast. And again, the podcast is sponsored by our friends because they pay us care, heating and cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. Stop listening now. The podcast is over. Turn it off. Go do something. 